every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops are bigger and better than ever. With a new and expanded site at one of our two Winchester locations and our six well-established boutiques across the area, Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops attract bargain hunters, treasure seekers, collectors, and antiquers. Mention this ad on your next shopping trip and receive a 10% discount. Blue Ridge Hospice Thrift Shops gratefully accept your donations, including electronics and furniture. For locations, hours, and information on how to donate, please visit blueridgehospice.org. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pillars and Beer. I'm here with my co-host, Austin Kroll. We just got back from Palm Springs, California, and we can't be <laughs> and we can't wait to be back on your radios this morning. What's up, everybody? Hello, Austin. Hey, Craig. I'm dealing with these stupid bugs that are all over my house. I don't know what they are. I'm not sure if they're fruit flies or what, but look, I just killed one over there. Yeah, I see it. They I like think, remind me of fleas or gnats. Um, aren't they called like a noceum? Yeah, but why are they here in, my in house? South Carolina? A noceum? I don't know. Well, they're in my because house. Your house is is an unfinished home. With uh, are they termites? No, no, they're not termites. No, that's not a thing. And the the Terminator guy comes here. Not Terminator. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> see the <laughs> see. I'm thinking about termites. That the the. the uh, what's his name? The exterminator. I'm yeah, I'm thinking about termites because um, I just bought a house, Craig, and uh, I just had an inspection for all that stuff, which is which is wild to say, but it's wild to say that I bought a house. I guess we can say congratulations for that. Yeah, yeah. I was over here going to tell you about my new favorite wine opening, but uh, yeah, I guess we can talk about your house. No, no, we 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 honestly don't have to, but but that's why it was on the top of my mind. No, um, that's great. So- okay, fine. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Let's talk about me. Yeah, tell everyone what happened with your house because then you can deal with little bugs like I have. Also, just to be clear, if anyone, I know how to get rid of fruit flies, but these are kind of like they pop when you crush them. Like they crunch a little bit. So I don't know if these are like fruit flies on steroids. And there's, I probably see like two a day. Exoskeleton. Yes. They're tough. So. Send me in your remedies for that. But yeah, go ahead, Austin. Until the mighty hand of Craig comes down on you and brings swift justice. Um, <clears throat> electrical uh, bug zappers are amazing, by the way. Electrical bug? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Like a tennis racket? Yeah. Those are great. Oh, I'm going to buy one right now while you tell everyone okay. about your new home. You just start like swinging in the air and then you start yeah. going, dick, 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 yep. amazing. Yeah. Just things that we Living like. here in South Carolina, it is necessary. I was going to say a necessity, a necessary purchase. I'm I'm priming this right now. Um, okay, okay. So right, Craig's so, ordering a bug zapper. Yes. I I didn't even really mean to get into this at the moment, but yeah, Craig, I finally um, I purchased my first home. So so if you look at Charleston, okay, if you look at a map of Charleston, it is a peninsula. Um, you know, and and if you're looking at it from the ocean point of view which is where you look at a map from right what right so like the on, ocean point of view so, so like if we're in the atlantic ocean right so you're looking at the map and 
you know, we're on the East Coast, right? So, so where we are looking down at the map, if you go to the right, it's Mount Pleasant, and that's where Craig lives. Okay, right. if you go to the left, that's that's you know James and John's Island, right? And like you know West Ashley, I suppose. And then in the middle is is the little Keen Peninsula that is Charleston. Okay. True story. So I've never, this is all new to me. So okay. I'm learning as much as you guys. So if you go right up the middle, that's King street. And then you have the East side and the West side. Charleston is not very wide apart or not very wide. Um, so I, so on the West side, it's all kind of like, you know, built up and, and the real estate is very expensive there. Cause it's like cute, cute little neighborhoods and areas and sections and parks. And then you go to the East side and um, what are your thoughts and comments concerns about, about that so far? Nothing. It's great. I'm happy for you. Yeah. So where my rental was during COVID and it's awesome area. I'm just excited for you to not be paying rent to a stranger anymore, but yes, you're, um, um, it's a fantastic story. It's thrilling. And I'm pumped for you. It's thrilling. (laughs) No, I mean, I found out when we were in California, so we got drunk at a bachelor party and bought a house. It's great. Yeah. No. Okay. I was not drunk at a bachelor party and bought a house. I actually submitted the offer prior to going to the bachelor party. It, It was just a big, a big, a big thing for me. I, I didn't enter any sort of like a bidding war and this and that. And, and I'm talking to my realtor. I'm like, this was too easy. This was too easy to get this yeah, house. Like, does that mean like, should I be worried? And he was like, honestly, that was, you know, pretty easy, but we submitted this offer, but told, told her to cancel the other showings if she wanted to like accept this offer. And, and that's kind of what happened. So, so I, what made you enter the the homeowning game all of a sudden austin i i entered the homeowning game i got uh you know pre-approved which was a whole process in in itself and it was uh it, it was a stressful process right no, we have to, why did you want to buy a house all of a sudden? um because probably the past like six months i i've been saying that i want a home and it's time i'm not getting any younger and there's no reason to be renting anymore and this and that and the other and it's time to invest in myself and and, um, and yeah, it, it was just time. It was time, Craig. Good for you. Well, we'll yeah. be seeing this new home on a next season of Southern Charm. I mean, I hope so. Right. I, I, I apparently I close on June 1st. I just opened a bottle of wine. I'm not happy with it. So that's a beer popping to cheers you. Okay. When Hell you yeah. Close? Cheers. On June 1st. June 1st. I was like, that's 45 days. I'm not ready. This happened so fast. It's a long closing. Is it? Yeah. It's supposed to be 30 or it's usually 30 days. Okay. Well, not um, I mean. so, so I'm in this, like, I, I mean, Craig, like you go to my house. Okay. It's like this great home and next door, there's a new build um, around the block, you know, new build, new build, new build. But then there's also some, some, some old ass homes, right. Sprinkled in between there. Yeah, but you'll make your money back. I mean, yeah, it is the up and coming area. Yeah. It's where Shep's old house used to be, right? Yeah. And there's definitely, um, you stupid bugs. Wow. Um, no, look, it's not. Look, what we can say is in college, yeah, I never ventured down there. No. Um, but Charleston's no. changing a lot. And um, and now we venture down there. And it's yeah. fine. Yeah. It's- and and in, in five, ten, ten years, it's going to be like the new hot spot for people to be. So I would say sooner than yeah. that. Um, it's an investment for sure. But also, it's me. I don't have a family. I'm a single guy. I, I, I think it's... God, I can't wait. No, it's awesome. It's a huge, um, when you get the keys to your first home, it's something that you'll be very proud of yourself for. It's one of the landmarks that I look back on in life. And I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to be okay. Or I'm doing, you know, 
what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah. I mean, it was something that I'd never kind of, you know, really thought of. Like, obviously, one of my buddies have it. And I'm like, ah, later, later, later. The time is now. It is a turnkey home. I don't have to do anything other than furnish it. Well, everyone, congrats to Alston. Um, we want to apologize to you for being a day behind. First time in 12 weeks, which isn't terrible for us, but we, we've we, pushed it. We've pushed it though to the night. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but this one, pushed it. this one, um, our, our wonderful Nick, our genie named Nick, he got his second dose of his vaccine. Um, wasn't feeling great. Austin and I, um, killed ourselves in Palm Springs at a bachelor party, which we'll tell you about. Um, so we were still recovering. Uh, but now we're back in Charleston for the, for a good amount of time, I think. I think, no, I have to leave on Thursday for a wedding. Well, whatever. I, it was fun while it lasted, guys. Um, <laughs> Nick, how are you feeling? Um, which which vaccine did you get and, and what are you experiencing? So I got the Moderna second dose yesterday. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, I didn't feel anything for like, you know, 10 hours. But they say, you know, when that 12 hour rolls around, be ready for it. And boy, was I because, you know, you just start getting, you know, tired head starts to hurt. I probably had a fever. I didn't sleep at all last night though. I mean, I was up from fucking like 12 o'clock to fucking six 30 in the morning. See man, that sounds like a flu. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Fuck that. This, this, yeah, vaccine. but it's worth it. You guys have both had the vid. So I'd rather have it for a total of 12 hours than two weeks or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, what I've heard that if you have, already had it and your body fought it itself without extra help uh that when you do get the vaccine it um it doesn't affect you as bad but i'm sure it's just a crapshoot i mean look i was all about it a couple weeks ago when we could finally get it because south carolina came finally came out with the rule if you work or live around a lot of people and austin and i fall into that category we do work around a lot of people our film crews are huge um, so I felt okay signing up, but it was like a month and a half away and I need to check my date again, but I don't know. I was, well, I was all hell bent back then because I was like, I think that it's way, way easier to get vaccinated now. <clears throat> like I think you can just go into a uh, Harris teeter for God's sake. Yeah. I went to Walgreens. So, so oh, really, so, yeah. so you got Moderna, uh, which, which vaccine was, was the one where all of a sudden they're like, Oh, this is the one dose. So that's the Johnson Johnson. And funny enough, that's that's the one that I was going to go get, but apparently it's only affecting females, right? Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's weird. But it, at the same time, it's only really affected six people out of however million people have gotten right. it. So it's just one of those. It's You're probably fine if you get Johnson & Johnson. Oh, yeah, probably fine. Great. But they, <laughs> but they say the Johnson & Johnson is the worst one to get, though, in regards to, like, effects of it. Because apparently it I mean, burns I kind like of, a mofo. Austin and I traveled this weekend and it almost felt like everyone else had been vaccinated. So it kind of took the pressure. Like, you know, everyone else, it seemed like had been vaccinated because no one in the airport cared anymore. Is that, did you get the, everyone else is vaccinated. What? Did you guys get the antibody test? Yeah. I mean, I still, I still test for it. I think Austin does too. And I had it last June and so did Austin and we still test for the antibodies. And look, everyone has different opinions about this, but we had to get these physicals and the doctor told me straight up, he was like, you, since you've already had it and beat it, you are four times more likely to never get it compared to someone with the vaccination. Um, just cause you're, your natural immunity. But 
you know, I don't have a problem getting it, I guess. I mean, I don't want to be sick, but I wasn't yeah. sick with COVID the first time. Um, I was. Anyway, Austin and I will most likely be vaccinated. Soon. I will be getting a vaccination from, I, I still kind of want to go to Johnson & Johnson. Just so you only have to get one. Yeah. All right, Nick. Well, I'm glad that you're vaccinated and that you're feeling better today. Yesterday was hell. Last night was hell. And congrats on making it through COVID without getting it because we know you were very careful. Yeah. Well, one of my buddies, his sister got it twice. So, what did she test oh, positive yeah. twice? No, she got she... no, she got sick twice. But did she test positive twice? Correct. She did. She got Craig it. Craig does in... not believe you. He is. He is. He <laughs> just looks she's actually like a, liar. a fan of your t- of your guys. But yeah, she uh, lives in Nashville. She got it back in. See, Craig, like I do not want to get it twice. I would. You got it back so in December crow. and then got it like over uh, Easter. Yeah, no, I mean, we, that's wild because a lot of people say they got it twice, but they're like, well, no, I just got, I was sick before, but they can't produce like two positive tests. So that's wild, but I'm glad she's all right. And hopefully this shit is gone um, soon enough. But yeah, that's why that's our little update on while we were late. We want to blame Nick, but it was pretty much our fault too. I mean, okay, so then let's just jump right into what happened this past weekend, right? Yeah, for whatever we're allowed to say and not say. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's not much that we couldn't say. Yeah, then we can navigate this. Yeah. So we got on a plane. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We can tell you about the plane ride. Okay, so we didn't fly Delta, which was, of course, immediately. We were just like, why do we do this to ourselves? So Craig and I woke up. The day is Thursday. And we woke up. No. So it was our buddy Nick's bachelor party. <clears throat> Nick is getting married to a beautiful woman named Nicole in a couple of weeks. And bachelor party in Palm Springs. And we were bouncing around a lot of ideas on where to go. And we landed on Palm Springs. And, and, and the, the, the bachelor party was out of our hands, right? Craig? I was a last minute addition. I knew a couple of people going in. Which it. is hilarious, right? Because apparently Nick, you know, Nick and Craig were you know, hanging out somewhere. And the bachelor party you know, was being discussed. And Craig was like, what about Petrie? What? You don't know who Petrie is from the land before time? Yes. Okay. And so Craig, Craig was like, well, uh, and then Nick was like, well, wait, we should come too. Maybe you should tell it, Craig. I, I just know Nick was like, come to my bachelor party. And I was like, yeah, that's it. And then I promised that's to, it. to do it a lot. And then I didn't book my flight until like the day before. Yeah. It's, but okay. It's kind of how it also, works with you. Not, um, yeah, I'm I'm spontaneous. So we got out of spontaneous. Springs. That's not spontaneous, Craig. Not booking your flight until two days before the trip is not called being spontaneous. That's not being able to commit. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's not spontaneous. My flights spontaneous. were the exact same price as yours. If you would have asked you to come on Monday, and then you would have booked your flight on Wednesday because because you're like, okay, yeah, oh, you know what, man, he I'll do me it. To come the week before. Okay, that's not spontaneous. Just just because you booked your flight late. Spontaneous is going on a trip that you weren't planning on trip going on. Okay, last minute notice. That's not last minute. That that's a, a ten day notice. All right, whatever. So it was a pain getting out there, though. We flew to Denver, then flew into Palm Springs, um, and yeah, it, I I enjoyed it because it was a stay at home bachelor party instead of doing clubs and bars. It was a house party. We got a great house with a big pool, hot tub, putting green, big grill. We had this guy, new favorite person alert named Dulane, who is the man. Dulane, and he uh, he cooked for us all weekend, and it was fun. I Apparently, mean, Austin and I got in a big fight Saturday night, which neither of us remember. No, I don't remember at all. But but our someone friend, asked uh, me on Sunday, it was like, hey, um, are you and Craig good? And I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, what do you mean? 
I think we're fine. We woke up and and, and said bye and 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 also as we as we can both tell and I can decipher from Austin's statement just then, there isn't really much we can talk about this weekend because we just skipped over everything. Okay, okay. So <laughs> we went from not arriving at the house yes. until leaving. No, so no, this is a pointless story. Is it? Okay. Yes. All right. And I'm sorry, um, guys, that we can't tell you anything about this weekend. No, it's very clear. I think there were a lot of fun and interesting things you can't to even tell, say but... that it was olivia that said it because are we even know if there were a lot oh. of girls at the house oh no no we definitely could because because i took a temperature check for everyone there and 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 they were running like and and nick told you know nicole that, oh okay yeah, yeah so nick told friends... nicole, he was like hey babe he was like um you know some nice. girls are coming to the house but mine. but like it you know it it wasn't they, my idea and she was like okay thanks babe no friends Why? Nick's changing, or Nick. See, I'm not talking about Nick. Uh, Craig's changing his sweatshirt. So, the I mean the the house was so great, and what what I know. Look, I'm talking in circles, we're but so today. I know. No, we're not. Just drink, Craig. We're we're boring, and we're sorry. We're getting back into it. No. So so the highlight, okay. What the Bachelor wanted more than anything was was to rip on the ATVs. Uh quads yeah i'm sure and and the night before like as as is any first night on a bachelor party everyone's like yeah you know we're here man we're all together and everyone's partying right everyone's drinking everyone's drinking and some have the mental fortitude to go to bed earlier than others uh others like craig did not and right when he laid down is right when we had to get up to go to the atvs yeah i like meeting new friends and i austin and i are always off on the nights that we party so i yeah, I like to say night, that I like, I don't know, I stayed up with everyone. And it was great. I mean, it wasn't everyone. It was a couple people. And then, <laughs> and then um, okay, fine. It wasn't everyone. It was three people. And then Austin did the next night. And, and, it, but, but the I funny slept. thing about that is, is that every single person that, that was up late, except for you. And it was only because you and I were sharing a bed and Nick came to kick our door down. I was like, all right, boys, lock and load. Let's go ride these ATVs. It was like, you know, no, I eight o'clock in the morning. Your chagrin handled it completely fine. Yeah, no, you, you you did, but I'm saying that the other people that you were up with did not make the ATVs. They all slept, you know, all day long. And when we came back, they were like, "You left us." We're like, "We didn't leave you. You were dead to the world." So we went on ATVs. They weren't ATVs. <clears throat> we went on quads. They're like dune buggies. Yeah, they have you know roll bars and everything. Yeah, yeah, they're like oh right, right, right. right. ATVs are are like a four wheeler. Yeah, Yeah, no, these had roll bars. Zero instruction given. Zero instruction given, and uh, they're like, hey, there's uh, ten ten thousand acres of desert out there. Um, Two hundred eighty thousand. That's that's insane. Yeah, that is insane. Lost. We okay, so we all got lost, and kind of the funny thing about it is that they're like, okay, watch this instructional video. We don't want you jump off anything. Uh, we don't want you doing donuts. We don't want you to do this and that. And so we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, they, they rent these things out to lots of people. No doubt. Bachelor parties. We are not the first one in a bachelor party to come through. Right. So we're all, you know, ripping around the coolest thing that we're doing. Like it's fishtailing. Right. We're like, I mean, look, they go 60. I max it out at 60 and it's a hundred percent. The most unsafe thing I've ever done in my entire life. I grew up driving like four wheelers, dirt bikes. I'm good on them. I was for, yeah, like I know how to drive these things. And I was like, these are very unsafe. There was blind ingresses, egresses. And then 
What's that I, mean? Like exits and entrances onto trails oh. were the same path. Yeah. So like you easily could have gone head on head with someone and just murdered each other. Then I turn around and I see someone's like on the roof. So I like hit my buddy and I was like, yo, we're going over here. We're going over here. I realized that it's Austin's shirt because I let him borrow my shirt that day. Abigail Lodge in the Bahamas. Um, and they were both dazed. Him and Nick had rolled their quad like several times within 10 minutes of within 10 minutes of being on. Yeah. Well, so we we got out there and we got on the ATVs and sorry, we, we got on the quads. We got on the go-karts. And we all kind of met up in this one area and then we were, you know, ripping back and forth, taking footage of each other, you know, zooming past and, 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 you know, doing, doing that kind of stuff. We were waiting for and our Nick, one buddy that decided to stay in Dallas to hang out with a girl instead of coming to the bachelor party. So, uh, you know, Nick, Nick had an all time classic line. He was like, I was put on this earth to go fast. Right. So he was having the time of his life. And, and then he was like, all right, man, jump in because me and Nick were, 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 or Nick and I were, um, sharing a golf cart god damn it we're sharing a quad me and me and nick the bachelor were sharing a quad so i was like okay it's my turn and then nick came and jumped in and immediately i was like look at this mud puddle so we go in the mud puddle because it like shoots up through right and i was like we're gonna get all muddy and wet and gross but we're in the desert we'll dry off quick and as i'm coming out of the mud puddle i I just like turned it hard and i gassed it because i was gonna try and like fishtail around to come back and we just rolled three times and nick and i were both absolutely dazed nick's arm was almost out of this damn yeah, thing it almost snapped his arm like it, it almost snapped his arm which is funny well it's not funny but um i remember that craig said this that that dax shepherd or whatever had said that he like like split his arm in nine different places because of an an, an atv or, well you have to remember well and these things didn't have cages which was stupid at least a mesh cage to keep you from putting your arm out in case you do flip but that was Nick's first instinct, but Austin, you know, yelled at him to tuck. And so they tucked inside the cart and they were ultimately fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, then 20 minutes later, I was lost in the desert with my good buddy, Brian and Kyle. And we finally pulled out our map because we were way, 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 way out there. Yeah. We were on top of this, like probably 80 foot hill. And we were definitely in the place on the map that they crossed out. Like no go, no lands. go, like the Badlands. Yeah. So, so not not to get you confused with names but right there are, there are two of us to a cart okay so there's about four carts and we're like let's let's go right and we all went and basically it was like one cart went left and one cart went straight and one cart went right and all of yeah. a sudden we turn around and we're like we are all lost and, and no one was with each other we went to an authentic mexican restaurant off the highway i fell asleep inside we iced austin i love that icing's never died as much as like I would be annoyed if I got iced, icing has not died. Well, let me just say that that when I came to sit down, I, the last thing on my absolute mind was that there would be an ice underneath this towel or jacket or whatever it was. So icing has died, but it was really funny that obviously when I saw it, I was like, okay, yeah, sure. It is not you know, I, I, I didn't even hesitate. You still did it, of course, because I know it gets iced because I know what it is. But but at no point in my mind did I think that you two know, clowns were going to ice me. Yeah, me and Brian Darbs uh, iced Austin. It was great. Uh, it was the best Mexican loop we've ever had. After we kind of got shooed out, we slipped out the back door. We we're like, Ugh. well, no. So Austin and them showed up. Brian and I's vehicle was fine. Austin them showed up, apparently got an earful from the the place, which is stupid because 
because what did you because, expect was going to happen? Because prior to going out there too, we were kind of you know watching this video that didn't tell us jack shit craig was like none of this would hold up in court none of this would and we we're like craig shut yeah, up yeah austin was like shut up craig that doesn't make any sense and then lo and behold i'm like wait craig if i need to <laughs> retain you for this yeah and he was like okay you're right none of this would hold up uh their little releases but speaking of quads and doing extreme stuff in the desert we um we have a good buddy joining us this evening Thinking of is it one wait, or two? How does this make any sense? Speaking of doing cool shit in the desert, because we have a he's buddy, an extreme sports athlete. He's an extreme sports athlete. That's right. No, Jack and Scotty are getting a jump Oh, that's on. awesome. So Jack Matrani is one of uh, our good buddies. That's right. That, a new buddy uh, that we met in Vermont. Yeah, twelve-year professional snowboarder, host of the X Games. That's right. Uh, the Winter X Games. I don't know if he does Summer X. You know what? We're we're, we're about to ask him. Okay, and then. He, you know, Austin's been a fan of his forever because he was part of the Friends group, which is kind of like Jackass, but it wasn't. It's definitely not like Jackass, but the Friends group is uh, F-R-E-N-D-S. There's no I in Friends, and I've been following their, their stuff for years, and um, and I – okay, it's funny. So, Maybe we'll kind of talk to him when, yeah, we will. when uh, he and jumps then we on. Have, we have uh, Scotty Lego, which is a very famous – X Games guy too. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Scotty Lego and Jack Matrani. All right, guys, we're going to get serious for a second. The last year has been hard on a lot of people, and that's why we're really excited to introduce our show's continual sponsor, BetterHelp Online Therapy. A lot of us take care of our bodies, but with how tough 2020 and 2021 have been, we might also want to think about taking care of our minds. There's a misunderstanding of what therapy is. It can be whatever you want it to be. It doesn't have to be sitting around talking about your feelings, but you can actually be talking about what's going on in your life now, whether it's a relationship you don't know what to do with, a career you're not happy with, or some choice that you really can't tell your family or friends because you feel guilty talking about it. That's right. So when everyone is struggling with something, there's no more shame. You don't have to tell everyone your personal business, but you can talk to a therapist about it privately. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours, which I find to be a huge bonus. Because when you make that decision to seek therapy, might as well do it now before you talk yourself out of it. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Pillows and Beer listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Pillows. That's BetterHelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Pillows. I have to tell you about an amazing new service I found called FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things. Everything from art prints and posters to the travel photos sitting on your phone. With Mother's Day around the corner, FrameBridge also makes the perfect gift. In fact, select gifts ship next day. Here's how it works. Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo. Or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in your physical pieces. Preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at FrameBridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. 
instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store. And trust me, I know about that. Their prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Plus our listeners get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code pillows and beer. Look, moms are always juggling work, homeschooling, et cetera, especially in these times more than ever. They deserve to be acknowledged for all of their constant love and hard work. We love moms. We love our moms. We love your moms. Is there a mom in your life that you'd want to recognize and send a FrameBridge gift to? Because I know I cannot wait to find the perfect frame to send to my mom for Mother's Day for her to enjoy forever and ever. Let me tell you, I used to spend hundreds of dollars at frame stores here in Charleston until I found FrameBridge. I've gotten a ton of my photos from my phone, priceless, irreplaceable photos that, you know, you forget about until you scroll back through your photo album and your photo reel. And now with a click of a button, I have them hanging on my wall at home and I love it. Get so many compliments on it. And it's so easy. I, I cannot believe I didn't start doing this earlier. So join me, join Austin, get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift, aka your mom, next week. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code Pillows and Beer to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com. That's F R A M E B R I D G E.com and use our code Pillows and Beer, P I L L O W S A N D B E E R. Framebridge.com, promo code Pillows and Beer. All right, everybody, we've got our good friends, Scotty Lego and Jack Matrani joining us. Um, Scotty, I know you started snowboarding in Amesbury, Massachusetts, but where are you actually from again? Yeah, I'm just from the town over in Seabrook, Seabrook, New Hampshire. Yeah, I know you're on the 2010 Olympic snowboarding team with uh, Sean White and a few other guys got bronze medal there, which is awesome. 2004 World Quarter Pipe Champion. And one of our favorite movies, Art of Flight, that both of you are, and a million other medals in the Do Games and, or the Do Tour X Games and everywhere else. So thanks for joining us. Um, Fired up to be here. Thank you, boys. Yeah. I mean, guys, yeah, yeah. honestly, I mean, honestly, it was it, it it was like you know almost funny to us. We we're like, all right, you know, let's like you know look up their stuff, and we we're like, there's too much to read here. Like, what, there's so yeah, much. Yeah, so like, I'll okay, he placed first year and third year and we're like dude let, let's just hit hit some highlights for some reason like that is all that's in like my bio so like that 2004 world quarter pipe championship <laughs> i was like 15 when i did yeah, i know i was like, like straight I, up i started cracking um, up when i heard that yeah, yeah. i don't i mean I, it's well, amazing and obviously we just do it to be yeah I, we, we're we've figuring out the protocol but no but so, like yeah it's just like in my like it's like wikipedia like bio or it's just like attached to my name the blanket one because austin's been a huge friend or a huge fan of the friends crew for years and years and years i am now too i know you're in the friends crew and that's what led us to jack originally no well you want to give your best effort on this one okay. <clears throat> i think austin, mine's i think austin, mine's a little better austin's a okay. bottle of wine deep i've got a few beers i got deep. this Hold on. Hey, I'm on my second glass of vino. Nice. Oh, man. Decanting even. Yeah, uh, we've got dude, some wine to talk day. about. We're, we're celebrating tonight. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. And our other guest, Mr. Jack Matrani, 12-year pro snowboarder, creator or, or co, co-creator of the Friends Group. Yeah, co-creator. So? We, all, we all led, you know, of course. We a hand in that. So. Of course. 
the, the, the co-creator of Friends Group and Friends Vision, which is basically a diverse group of friends because there's no I in Friends. Uh, who create funny slash awesome content as they travel and compete. I mean, wouldn't you say that's a great way to kind of put it? Why, how did you introduce Jack to me, though, when we were on the ski lift? And you're like, hey, I want to ride with Jack before we leave. And I was like, who the hell is Jack? How did you tell me who Jack was? That's how you should do um, Yeah. I mean, I basically told you that Jack was a pro rider that I've been following around for a while through his content, basically, from, you know, Friends Vision, which I know that you're like a big time or, or like, you know, you like to edit videos oh, and yeah. such. And that's make some funny so ass content, our, like for the Friends Vision edits and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's I'll cool. Man. Name name all of them. No, I cannot name all of them. What was but the we were just talking about though, some series. No man, there was like a Dumb and Dumber, like you know, Road Road to the S oh. games. But you know, like you know, that, that was really later. Good. You know, but but I um I guess that I you know really got into Friends give into Friends Vision in like in like 2011 or 12. And uh, I had just moved away from Colorado, right? Because I was living out there for a while. And then I moved out to Wanaka to kind of do like an endless winter kind of thing. And Ooh. then I moved away from all the snow, right? Yeah, yeah Wanaka, dude. People dude, that. I like, love Wanaka. Dude, like, I know that. Dude. Because um, so... Go ahead, sorry. Because they used to have that park out there, right? What's that park called? Snow Park, uh, maybe. Uh, snow Park, yeah. Was the breeding ground for professional snowboarders. I mean, also, which was just like an absolute, yeah, looked like a fun. That was like our, that was like our college years. Scotty and I spent a lot of time down in Wanaka, New Zealand, and we were about 18, 19. That was the first time I got arrested. The first time I got into a fight I was actually with Scotty when that went down. Yeah, we were filming for. It wasn't the Art of Flight, but it was the movie before that. And Scotty and I got into a little brawl with some of the locals that were talking shit shit on my mom. So I spit on one of the guys. They both attacked us. Scotty ended up taking clean sweeping both of them out pretty much. But he broke his knuckle on one of these guys' faces and had to fly home to the States and then back to con- continue filming for the rest of the movie. So in the movie, Scotty's got this giant cast on his wrist. Like, yeah. Hold on, man. Was it that's it? That's all. Yeah, I was filming for that's it. That's all. I oh think. man, God, yeah, I've seen that. A how do you guys? Too. How'd you guys meet? How'd you guys become buddies? Just through competing. Um, like mm-hmm. at, I think we met like probably the first time at the U.S. Open. Um, at least that's what Jack said in my best best man speech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, you guys are. Yeah, I mean, you're competing. Like Jack was always on Burton, and I was never riding for Burton, but I would always be hanging, riding with, with the team. And then we just, I don't know. We just, we all connected and, you know, grew friendships. And then we eventually just all started like, you know, like, all right, let's just get our own house here. You know, we're going to this contest. Um, Like, you know, we would all have like houses that sponsors would put us up in, but we would just get our own spot because it was just way more fun. You know, we could do it. Um, could you guys, could you party or could you drink while at tournaments or was it like, how was your pre-tournament behavior? For sure. Oh, was it, the night before day, I wasn't sending it, but. But back in the day, I mean, when we were younger, the level of snowboarding was way lower. So you could get away with sending it quite a bit and having to hang over legs. But then. That's some of the most humble shit I've ever heard. That's some of the most <laughs> yeah. absolute humble shit I've ever heard. No, straight As up. If y'all then, like, when we got, absolutely sending it. We were sending it for sure, but then like it got serious and the Olympics came around and 
I don't know. We still had our fun, but the night yeah. before the contest, we would try to get to bed early. I'm sure that's a wild experience. Yes, yeah, he takes a fat sip of wine to catch out of a, a huge Bordeaux glass the size of his head. <laughs> that's right. I'm a pure on, Bordeaux, uh, baby. That looks nice. On our uh, our relationship, so we we got to hang with uh, Jack and Hannah and Luke at a uh, uh, Hen of the Woods in Burlington um in vermont and we went to this absolute banger dinner austin and i had just wrapped a new show uh which hannah was working on with us which was really fun and uh so we all got to go to dinner and we ordered i think everything on the menu twice total and um <laughs> and a flight of uh a flight of what was it flight of amaro chiefs yeah and yeah but austin was saying earlier I was kind of being a little bitch before the wedding or before the dinner because, I mean, we had gone hard for 17 days. And I was just like, It was Dude, pretty much know. like a wedding. It was like <laughs> yeah. a wedding, though. Yeah. <laughs> we sent it like a It wedding. was a union of all of us. Yeah. And so real quickly, I mean, Luke just brings the – so everyone, Jack's uh, brother, Luke, he just – he brought the energy. He's just hilarious. And we all just connected so well. And um, it was a good time. I think we spent – Oh my decent God. amount of money and uh we ate it was, very well yeah. it was so like it, when the waitress came up you're just like i'll get it i'll get it all time sure two. thank you <laughs> this is like <laughs> okay God, thank you Scotty, these are the dream guys that you want to go out to dinner with like literally like just such ballers like we sit down and craig's kind of like looking at the menu and then she walks up he's like we're just gonna do one of everything like straight up <laughs> like not no bullshit just like no we're gonna do one of everything i've and always been saying up, that literally and then open up your two nicest bottle of bottles of wine so they can breathe we're like wow. well jack right. is, like, that, was, <laughs> that jack, is not true dude that was you jack, but jack but... one up the we'll just have one of everything like why are we even talking about this and he's like yeah while you're at it take the two best bottles of wine you have and let them breathe and that's <laughs> oh, exactly yeah, what happened so listen <laughs> listen man so okay so that's scotty great. man hannah hannah was was working on our show as like a PA, right. Which is just like, you know, helping out doing stuff and, and yep. running, running. God, look at this big ass decanter. <laughs> silly man. He's silly man. And, uh, and, and so we're coming back from dinner on one of like our first nights out or, or something. And, uh, and Hannah's like, Hey, I think that, you know, my husband, right. And she's driving, you know, she's a sober driver. Cause we're all, you know, leaving dinner. And I'm like, okay, you know, who's, who's, your husband. She's like, Jack. I was like, Jack, 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 Jack. Uh, who the hell is Jack? She's like, Jack Matrani. I was like, no shit. I was like, I do not know your husband, but I'd like to know him. And, and she was like, well, you guys follow each other uh, on Instagram. And I was like, okay, hell yeah. And then, <laughs> I love uh, how she connected that. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was too funny. And then, you know, since then I like, you know, <laughs> she was like, you should DM Jack. And I DM this ridiculous, you know, message, which basically ended with, Hey man, look, I'm just a guy <laughs> in front of another guy, you know, asking yeah, to snowboard with them. <laughs> I will he say was like, that yeah, was, man, let's ride. Then when we, uh, beautiful. Jack was like, well, uh, Scotty might jump on Austin's, his energy went a little, <laughs> a, very, a little higher tonight. And <laughs> the wine started to flow a little heavier because was cool. and then he connected the dots. He's like, Craig, you called me watching their movie. Like you were in park city last year. And you called me 
like hung over after snowboarding you're like oh i'm just watching this sick ass movie art of flight and he's like dude both of these guys were in that and i was like oh that's fucking awesome so yeah oh yeah connect the dots well nice. there's a lot of synergy here, we're kind of we're all you know, like in a frenetic know. here i know that you know yeah. frenetic you know we're jumping all over the place um kind of just you know, connecting dots, but, but I do want to go to that dinner because I do think it's funny as hell. I think that we need to talk about it, Craig. I think that we need to talk about it. Okay. In the sense that I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Talking about either. no it, okay. <clears throat> it was our last night. It was our last night in Vermont and you know, the hen of the wood. Have you been there before Scotty? Uh, no, I haven't, but I've heard pretty much every time I go to Burlington, I hear of it. Someone mentions it and like, Sounds yeah. damn good. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It, it, it's it, it's a top notch dining experience. Uh, in fact, if you use our code uh, pillows and beer, you can get ten. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, so uh, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> this is sick. So, so yeah, we all go to dinner. We get one of everything. Jack, you know, he's like, oh, y'all want to roll this way? Let's open to. Oh, look at him. He's flashing us his like VIP members card at Hen of the Wood. Good for you. I'm surprised that Vermont even let us, you know, eat indoors, you hippies. Wait, I have some questions, so finish up your story, Austin. Dude, you know that my story could take 20 minutes, I know, that's so what I'm saying. I'll try and figure it out. I don't know what story it is. So, well, no, it's just that, you know, we're there, right? So we start ordering things. Crack a beer in my face again. And we start ordering things, and, uh, you know, and Luke is, Luke, <laughs> Luke the night before had not had not been to bed let's say right oh we lost luke we actually lost luke we woke up the next day and luke, there was no sign of luke no contact of luke he lost his phone his drummer flew home and took the rental car and was like dude i don't know where luke is man like luke just vanished and my mom at our broke. finale scotty so the finale of this show yeah. the family got to come to and luke was there performing and had a night <laughs> yeah he had a night he stayed up all night and my he mom, to the point where my mom night. broke down, like <laughs> trying to track Luke down. It was a classic Squid story. Squid uh, is Luke's little brother's nickname. I'm just glad, you know, it didn't end up on the first 48. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's Trying to found the back so. of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't be the first time. But Listen, yeah, man, I, I, found, I found Craig... You know, behind a dumpster yeah, one time. There's one or two stories where <clears throat> dumpster just seems like a, a so, safe place. So when we sit down, you know, immediately Jack's like, yo, let's play, uh, you know, heads up. Or what do we play? Yeah, heads up. We played we played catchphrase. Oh, catchphrase. we played like, same, you know, same. dirty catchphrase, right? And we yeah. were not quiet. We were just like, dude, your dog is staring at something and it is hilarious. <laughs> like, absolutely. Hot dog, hot dog down the hallway. <laughs> like absolutely mesmerized by whatever's oh. happening behind your chair. It's amazing. <laughs> That's my. She's looking at my other dog. She wants to attack him right now. Um, and we started playing uh, heads up. And needless to say, right, Luke is shot out of an absolute cannon. And he, like every time that he has to guess, he's like anal. Oh, and he's like screaming. We're like, yeah. hey, stop, stop, Hand stop. Job, rim job, blow job. <laughs> 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 and then that oh, ended know. with like you know 18 glasses on our table of just all these wines and these flights of uh, amaretto or whatever it is it was just an absolute night and it ended with 
<clears throat> the three of them, Jack, Luke, and Hannah, just absolutely Irish exiting us. You guys, Irish exiting. No, I left the restaurant to go get beer. Oh, really? And I didn't come out. Yes, but that was how we. That's how we all. Uh, that's how oh, we all man. became best friends. And it was great. Um, At but, one I'm, point that I'm, night, I'm, I was I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I, I would be. It was quite the night, as you can hear, but eventually scott and i don't mean to kind of put any jealousy on you right now but at one well, point I'm jealous, I so ask, gonna be adding on top <laughs> well i did ask for them both to be my best men at the wedding so. yeah luke got a little jealous oh, this is so <laughs> good no so, we we hit it off all right let's just end it with that go ahead yeah. Greg. i know you got oh uh, no i was i just i think luke was so upset fascinating like i told you jack when we were at a yeah, Luke was like, "Fuck me." He was like, "Oh, really? Um, you want these two strangers was, to be the best men at your okay? You know, was, you sure?" I told uh, I told Jack when we were um, at dinner. I think it's you know it's fucking awesome getting to talk to you know athletes like yourself. Um, and I guess obviously we can all talk about partying a ton, and we like it. But the the beginning roots of you guys' history is pretty awesome, um, and. I don't know. I'm actually, I'm kind of fascinated in what of like, what your favorite, one of your favorite things you've ever done, whether contest or movie, like I think filming a snowboarding video would be awesome. And I was talking to Jack about Japan. What's kind of your favorite place to snowboard or some of your best memories or how, you know, filming those movies actually goes, because I feel like you would just become best friends with everyone. Favorite spot. I mean, you, you named it, man, Japan straight up that's my favorite spot to go to like i love everything about it first of all that place gets more snow than anywhere in the world i mean every time i've been there i've had some of the best powder days i've had two of my deepest powder days for sure there i mean i love the culture the people are so genuine and nice and and i love the food and and uh yeah it's it's just like a magical place it's just it's so ass backwards from what we're used to in the States, you know, and it's refreshing going there. Yep. Super confusing. And like, you know, all the noises, the smell, like all the noises are just like, bing bong. That's it on another desk. Bing bong. Like, (laughs) yeah, right. Everything is so, it's literally like you insert yourself into this video game and you're in a different world. Like you can go to Europe, New Zealand, all around the world, Canada, south america it's all very similar like it's mm-hmm. different cultures but you go to japan or china it is like completely different so you have that culture and then you have the best snow scotty we've never been to japan together i think we sh- we're leading to a boys, boys? A yeah party. i know i know boys? like i miss Greg, it awesome. man i i haven't been to japan in like a few years and january I, I love it so yeah we need to we need to get it going again but i'd say dude right up there with japan and maybe maybe more is uh wanaka yeah treble cone and cartrona i mean i love new zealand man and kind of for the same same aspects i love japan i mean like the country's badass it's beautiful you know some decent snowboarding i've had some amazing days there but the people are just fucking badass, dude. It's like what they're the more they're more free than like Americans are. You know, like you take a chopper everywhere. Uh, well, that's and they're fueled by adrenaline too. So you don't just take like your casual chopper ride. Like the chopper ride, they're like, oh yeah, strap in, mate. We're going for a ride. And they're like, try to fucking kill you. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys? Oh, yeah. shit. 
is partying with them just different? I mean, not necessarily partying, but just living that life different. Because I feel like that's how they are, just hyped up all the time. Oi, cunt. Uh, what we're going to do here now is... Mm-hmm. The, the motocross dudes from Australia are the most savage. Like when all the years that I've done X Games and got to know the different disciplines, skateboarding, BMX, snowboard, ski, motocross, the Australian dudes, all of them are absolutely next level savages like to a point where you're just like it's hard to be around because you're so scared of what's about to happen and that's what we said on the pre-read in but we kind of left out but yeah you've been hosting the x games for years now right is that summer and winter or just summer or just winter yeah summer and winter yeah they just threw me in and i had to learn everything and you know so nervous and embarrassed the first couple of years like looking up to all my idols in skate, especially like interviewing Tony Hawk and Bob Burnquist, like this snowboarder who didn't really, you know, cut his teeth in the skate world, which is a very tight knit community. So those were some uh, embarrassing years, but finally I feel like at least I can hang out with those guys and not be like, I'm a little bit more in in the club now, which is nice in the club. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy though, man. Like respect to you though, Jack. I've always admired that about you. I mean, like, I think that's gotta be one of the most nerve wracking jobs and you handle it, you know, like, dude, you gotta, you know, you get an earpiece, you're doing interviews, you know, like, yeah, of course, like snow, you know, snowboarding and action sports are our world, but live TV and hosting, you know, X games. I mean, Man. Well, and you can't mess up. You can't mess up because that. everyone sees you if you That's mess up. And everyone's like, like, there's no mess ups, you know? Well, why no, is the commentator messing up? <laughs> no, there are definitely mess ups. And you have to go to sleep just like so depressed on your performance. You mess up in a snowboard contest, it's the same thing. Like, especially mm-hmm. the first night, like Thursday night at X Games. Like, it's tough because there's events scattered throughout the year. Like, you're not just doing this all the time. Like, you take a long break. And then the first night you're just getting back into it and like you're a little rusty and I've definitely messed up and just like gone completely cold, you know, stage fright on TV. Just like, I forgot what I was going to say. Do a backflip. Okay, cool. We're good. All right. Back to you guys. <laughs> so Scotty, man, is there, um, <clears throat> you know, so out of, out of, you know, your friends, it, it like, is Jack, like, is he someone that, that you could totally expect to be doing the job that he's doing? Like, could you totally like expect it to be like, and you know, your superlative in 10 years, you know, 10 years ago, be like, you will be hosting the X games. Dude, I could just kind of picture Jack kind of doing anything. I mean, I don't know. You're pretty, pretty talented dude. And then, you know, motivated on top and dreams big, you know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I didn't see you really hosting X games, but, no, definitely. I mean, I don't that know. was great. That's like the most random and crazy dream come true situation. But thank you for the kind words, Scott. Yeah, yeah, man, that's awesome. I mean, we had Keegan Bradley on this golfer a couple of weeks ago. We asked him about representing the United States in the Ryder Cup. How cool was it representing, like, riding for the U.S.? Man, it was it was special. It really was. I mean. Uh, like I consider myself a patriot, you know, and I was so damn proud to to go to the Olympics for the U.S. And uh, it was just a the Olympics in general were just way bigger of a deal than I ever thought that they would be. You know, like obviously Olympics are huge, you know, but 
I don't know. It was crazy. Um, really, really cool. I mean, there's a, there's a few moments there where I just won't, we'll never forget, you know, one, when I landed my run and I knew that I, you know, I was probably going to be on the podium, you know, and like that feeling like right after you yeah, land. Yeah, I mean, that's sick, dude. I'm like jacked up. Thinking <laughs> yeah, about it. It's crazy. Like this, you get this insane adrenaline rush. It's like the best feeling you could ever feel, you know, but like that's, you know, that's, and you're in red, no, white, happened blue. Olympics, but that's also, you know, happens at whatever and at a lot of other contests, you know, but it, you know, it goes this same exact opposite, you know, if you crash, you know, you get two runs and you don't put them down and you're like, Oh my God, just dedicated a week of my season. And I fucking blew it. You know, like this sucks, but yeah. I mean, my you know, and then like another special the moment, like when I, what's that? A week of your season, dude. It's the Olympics. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, I was just talking to other contests in general. I oh, yeah. But yeah, I was like, country. Then I was like, dude, there's got to be so much pressure. Olympics to so a week of your pressure. season. Um, Can we? And like, talk? I guess like the other special moments, like, dude, when I went down, like, and like my, you know, my family came out of the crowd, you know, I got to hug, hug them and stuff. And it was really cool, you know, like me and my dad cried. Um, oh, yeah. Because like, you know, my, my dad is like, you know been my you know biggest supporter when i was a kid like he was like pushing me and helping me like essentially reach you know reach what i wanted to be you know and he was so proud of me and i was so so happy to make him proud you know it was a really cool really really cool thing and so, then i let like it down eight, and i got kicked yeah. out of the olympics fucking two days <laughs> yeah, <later. yeah. laughs> wait what <laughs> yeah just go right ahead and tell him how you lost your medal uh, it was just um uh, pretty much like the night after the the um i got the medal we're at some party like it was a rebel party or something like that wait the same this is your first olympic appearance or later on yeah no in 2010 oh and uh some chick wanted to take a photo of my medal and i'm like yeah sure you know um and uh she wanted to take take it like on her knees like she was you know sucking my dick um, <laughs> and so she like bit the metal you know i was like down by my crotch um and someone took a photo of it and wow. sent it to tmz like that night okay. and like literally the, it was in tmz like at like four o'clock in the morning um and like my agent calls me up like i'm like I'm pretty much, you know, taking a walk of shame. Um, and she's like, you were in trouble. I'm like, what are you talking about? Um, and I'm like, and I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, honestly, whatever you're talking about, nothing can get me down. I'm on a high right now, you know? And she's like, photo leaked last night of you and some girl. And I'm like going through my head. I'm like, Wait, wait what what are you talking about she's like look it up right now like teams or whatever and i looked up the photo and i'm like oh what i'm in trouble for this no way but anyway so usoc the united states olympic committee uh didn't find that that photo too too appealing for the uh for the masses so um they already had me a ticket <laughs> booked home i could have fought it and stuff like that but it was like crazy crazy like well, wait, they didn't, like, strip your medal, did they? No. 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 Thank no. God. That would have they been. never they were. Just like, oh, my God. I would have okay. that thing. It was okay, just mostly, like, marketing stuff. They're like, we're not going to have you in any more pictures. Is that what it was? No, they actually got – they wanted me to leave the the Olympics, and I did. 
they were like, you're like so did you miss out what on any like contest or were you done? No, not on the contest because I already did my contest. But I mean, I I wanted to go get the full experience. You know, I wanted to right. I wanted to watch all the other events. I wanted to do closing ceremonies. You know, um, I wanted to soak it all in. We actually didn't even stay at the athlete village. Um, we the you know the U.S. snowboard team got a house up closer to the mountain just to kind of That's keep right. ourselves separated from the rest of Getting the competitors for what happened after the medal <laughs> yeah. from happening yeah, yeah. before to, the medal to prevent that exactly yeah i guess we, you know the they perfect... just can't trust his borders did your sponsors care though. or did they laugh it off no dude my snowboording man you know what i mean yeah, well, that's right. <laughs> yeah. god he got no if anything it was that. better in the snowboarding snowboarding world's eyes but it was even radder cool. i mean like a lot of crazy opportunities came from it. Like those, you know, Jimmy Kimmel ha- had me on his show and he threw me like a mini, like closing ceremonies party, which is hilarious. Oh, he like cool. grabbed a bunch of people off Hollywood Boulevard, like SpongeBob and Batman. And <laughs> so not exactly the same, but it was pretty cool. But that's um, amazing. That is amazing. Yeah. That's really great. Oh my God. It was the, it was the Thank perfect you for vote. No worries. <laughs> that's yeah, amazing. no, I love it because honestly, it's exactly what, I feel like we would do a thousand percent or anyone. Most people we know, like, do you know how many you things just won the fucking a medal before? in the Olympics? Like we're going to go out partying and we're going to hang out with girls and, yes, and like that. Yeah. things are going Damn to happen. Great. And TMZ like, will people be, are going to be wearing my medal. I might lose track of my medal, but, but I'll get it back. I <laughs> yeah, promise. Right. I'll, get it back. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. find it at the end of the night. I swear to you. At this moment, I do <laughs> yeah. not care. I'm spraying this girl in the face with champagne. Jack, and this you, is what matters. Jack, did you ever have any bad tabloid moments? Uh, no, I mean, nothing can beat that story. I'll just first say that that was like the perfect bow on the story of that season. So to back it up before the Olympics, it was myself, little brother Luke, Kevin Pierce, Danny Davis, Scotty Lego, all, and Mason Aguirre, friends crew, all going to the Olympics. And oh, that's awesome. the French crew. Yeah, Mason got Mason got hurt. Kevin Pierce, who was like the American Dream Olympic hopeful, he crashed and got a traumatic brain injury. Um, Danny made the Olympic team and then crashed on a four wheeler and broke his back and had to take his himself off the Olympic team. Couldn't go. Oh, dude, he Luke, yeah, I mean, he broke his back, his pelvis. I mean, like. He was pretty much barely alive. It was so pretty being an alternative on the U.S. snowboard team means you might quite possibly make the team if you're just an alternative because of how many. Yeah, if the, if their friends like, crew is on the Olympic team that year, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you were like the fourth alternate, like there was a good chance that you're going to make because <laughs> we, we, we were dropping, just dropping flies. Like, lies exactly but then Scotty <laughs> ended up making the team and just carrying the friends flag on his back, and when he got sent home, it was like the perfect. It's amazing. Perfect icing on the cake. We're just like, that's how you end that crazy, dramatic. USA. <laughs> USA. USA. No that's amazing. <laughs> I did get Biden to do a uh, French crew shout out. Remember that, Jack? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's on the I'm like Joe, I'm like, would you give a shout out to the French crew? He's like, what? The French crew? I'm like, no, the French crew. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. go, go, France, go, France. All right. <laughs> I'm like, cool, thanks. <laughs> that's that's some. Do you still have all your gear? Um, I have not all of it because you get it's crazy how much gear you get. You get like oh, three. Well, I just mean, like, do you have a jacket everything. from there? Yeah, I still got a jacket, but I sold the, sold the rest of the stuff. Yeah. A lot of collectors out the there. And... You got the Olympic ring though. It's funny every everywhere you oh, go, yeah. Scotty. He'd be like, hey, let me get a coffee. 
And they'll be like, that's four ninety nine, and he just shows them the ring, and they're like, oh, <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Here's your orange like, mocha frappuccino, sir. No, oh, oh my God, is, 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 it is out. that a 2010 Vancouver rain? <laughs> I recognize those hands. Wait, were you in the fall? I have no idea. Wait, where and was the catalog? Where were the Olympics? In Vancouver. Oh, I yeah, nailed it. You got it right. Yeah, you nailed it. On that, I, I totally guessed, but maybe I didn't. Just my inner. I got to pee real quick. I did it. <laughs> Wait a minute. I recognize those hands. Are you? Are you the one and only? <laughs> All right, everyone. Don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick commercial break with Jack and Scotty, and we'll be right back with the two of them. Audible is a leading provider of spoken word entertainment all in one place. At Audible, you can find the largest selection of audiobooks ranging from bestsellers and new releases to celebrity memoirs, languages, business, motivation, and more original entertainment from top celebrity creators and thousands of popular and binge-worthy podcasts. As an Audible member, you will get one credit every month, good for any title in our entire premium selection. That means the latest bestseller, the buzziest new release, the hottest celebrity memoir, or that bucket list title you've been meaning to pick up. Those titles are yours to keep forever in your Audible library. I recently listened to the Inheritance series, also known as the Aragon book series. If you like Game of Thrones or other adult fantasy series, these books are perfect for you. With over 60 hours of entertainment, they have kept the work days and all of my traveling fly by. This is just one of the thousands of book series on Audible, and I can't wait to start the next. So Craig and I prefer the use of audiobooks to books, but please don't think that audiobooks are all that Audible has to offer, as we also have podcasts, guided wellness programs, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, and exclusive Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. In fact, You'll soon be able to hear pillows and beer in their podcast category. So visit audible.com slash pillows and beer or text pillows and beer to 500-500. That's text pillows and beer to 500-500. Sometimes I just don't have the time or energy to cook, especially something healthy. I mean, from running something down south, the new law firm I just opened, doing this with Alston and all of our other projects, traveling around the country, it's just really tough to keep my fridge stocked to go grocery shopping and eat healthy. And honestly, I don't feel great when I end up eating takeout for almost every meal. This all changed once I found Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest delivers delicious food, all built on organic fruits and vegetables right to your door. It takes literally minutes to prepare, and I never have to think twice if the food I'm eating is good for me. Daily Harvest is ready when you are. Everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to enjoy it, so you waste less food too. Yeah, there's no need to overthink any of your meals for the week with Daily Harvest. Smoothies for breakfast, crisp flatbreads for lunch or dinner, and food that's perfect for cooler weather. Like their perfectly roasted harvest bowls and soups. Get started today. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter promo code PILLOWSANDBEER to get $25 off your first box. That's promo code PILLOWSANDBEER for $25 off your first box at dailyharvest.com. Dailyharvest.com. As we talked about last episode, Craig and I clearly shop a lot. No matter when or what it is, if I see something I want, I tend to buy it. And let's be honest, 
We all shop online and we've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online. They range from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Now, how does it work? Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click apply coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Honey has found over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. Okay, so recently when I was buying gear for winter weather, uh, I used Honey, and Honey saved me a couple hundred dollars. Um, I don't know the exact number, but I bought like some fleeces. I bought some snowboard shirts, a jacket, just a lot of things. You bought an awesome coat that you saved him as $90 on when I paid full price because you were using honey and I wasn't because I didn't have my laptop with me and I forgot that I could use it for my phone. If you don't already have honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free and installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something I don't use. Get honey for free at joinhoney.com slash pillows. That's joinhoney.com slash pillows. Welcome back to Pillows and Beer with our good friends, Scotty Lego and Jack Matrani. Going, going back to the uh, Japan conversation, is it worth mentioning how cool it would be to invite everybody listening right now on a snowboard trip somewhere? Like, that's what I'm all about is like bringing people together, especially after this pandemic. Like used to have a music festival called Friendly Gathering, bringing people together, reunions. It would be so rad to bring everybody listening in on um, a snowboard trip somewhere. Japanuary, right? Exactly. Yeah, no. Gosh. All right. Is that your bachelor party it. trip or is that like what what we're doing? You guys uh, tell me you're my best man. So yeah, we have to plan this trip. Dude, I hope that Luke, I hope that Luke, you know, listens, man, because Luke was like, oh, no, 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 cool, man. Cool, dude. Just have these two guys you've known for like, you know, 48 hours, you know, just have them be like your best man and, and I'll go fuck myself. You're like, <laughs> Luke, what he said. We like, Luke, we're like, Luke, you're making this awkward for all of us. It, it, it'd be better if you just kind of like left this dinner so we could talk about, you know, the particulars of you know the wedding. You're making this awkward exactly. for everyone. Super <laughs> home. Go get lost again. Scotty, yeah. meanwhile, is like, I'm pretty sure I thought I was the best man, but uh, no, man. we're all uh, confused. I'm confused. Well, Dude. I was thinking I'd just have best best men. Just have, like, a collective group of incredible individuals like yourselves. No, uh, Nick Norris you have is going to be my one. best man. Too. Yeah, Nick. Nick is the Nick is who makes all of this happen, and he... Uh, Shout out, Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out, Nick. Nick. Guys, uh, Nick. 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 Let's cheers to Nick, bro. Yeah, Nick. Let's cheers to Nick. Nick. All right, brother. Always cheers to that. Yeah, Nick found like uh, Nick is used to work for my uh, beer in the fridge, my partner and slash manager slash like one of my best friends and everything. And he, <clears throat> we told Jerry, we're like, dude, we want to do a podcast. Well, like 
we were doing Instagram lives during quarantine and just getting hammered and people loved them. So anyway, we put together this podcast and he's like, all right, if you guys show up on time every week, well, the on time thing's been a challenge, but, uh, <laughs> so Nick, uh, Nick edits for us and he's gotten to experience some pretty funny combos for the, you know, the hours we go on. We did one with Spencer Pratt, which was all about aliens and government, like, overwatch cool. and how he got banned from costa rica and for it was pretty oh. uh yeah hey, that one sounds good i gotta check yeah. that one out yeah there we he, go uh, rose all the way to the top listen it's getting there pal I, you, you don't even know well let's Wait, bring you... nick into the conversation nick what's it like editing these podcasts is it a nightmare with just all the crazy shit you have no down? idea what it's like to edit these two but yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, bring up the Spencer interview. These guys talked to him for four hours. I was able to cut it down to a two-hour interview. But man, these two guys. I mean, I love that I was able to get involved with them. But I've got to leave, got to meet a lot of cool people, obviously, present company included. But uh, Nick, it's been, been fun. trying to get Nick to talk more throughout too, because people respond well to that. They like hearing the. Hell yeah, he's the man behind the scenes, man. He's the man that makes it all happen for sure. Nick, Can man, you tell everyone. But go ahead. Sorry. No, no, sorry. Look, I, I'm just drunk. But Nick, you could be Robin, dude. You could be Robin from uh, from from uh, you know Howard Stern, what dude. Jack was saying. You could make it with us, dude. What was Jack saying? Shut up, Austin. Shut up, Craig. <laughs> I was just gonna say, can you tell everyone listening how this went down? You literally called me like an hour ago. You're just like, hey, you want to do a podcast tonight? Uh, hey, I get, get to talk. Lego thank in? God. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, we appreciate it, guys. Honestly, no, no, no seriously, guys. Palm Springs on a bachelor party, easy style. This is just this is fun, man. We're just hanging Honestly, out. Drink. I love good, it. Good, man. Because we'll get to meet because in dude, people ask, enough. you know, people ask, Japan. you know, Craig and I Japan. were like, we're like, yeah, you know, they're like, yo, what do y'all talk about? And I'm like, kind of whatever comes to our mind, to be totally honest. And uh, that's that's kind of the way that you know we do it. So so prior to tonight, you know, Craig texted me and was like. It, <laughs> who do we have tonight? And I was like, uh, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I thought that you and I would just like, you know, riff for a bit. He was like, I, we don't have shit to talk about. And I was yeah, like, I was we like, always one, have shit we to can't talk, about. talk about anything that happened on the bachelor party. That was our weekend. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Well, that was a bottle of Rosé ago. I'll talk about everything now. So, <laughs> so well, we could tell these guys, but I'm pretty sure the wives of everyone there listen. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't was just bad. Like, what dude? Also, strippers on that. a bachelor party. Who cares? No, they, they were strippers. I know that. And I don't care. But I was just saying, like, this is a big topic, actually. Okay, strippers fine. at Oakers? a bachelor party is yeah. it's a big topic. Craig, quantify strippers for I, us. Look, I will lead us in this one of saying, and I feel strongly about this, so I won't hold back. I um, I don't like. I have a problem when girls have a problem with it because I'm not a big strippers guy, not a big strip club guy. The only reason I would go to the strip club in Charleston is because you used to be able to drink there till five, so it was just a place to go. Um, True. I think it's fun and entertaining. I know other True. people have True. different levels of strip. I know some guys go to strip clubs because they want to do all the backroom stuff, but with, I've never dated someone that would have an issue with me being in their presence because then it just wouldn't work. Cause I'm gonna be like, look, I'm faithful, but yes, if some strippers show up to this bachelor party, I'm going to be laughing behind the couch, just like, and like, it's just for fun. And like, God forbid, if there's ever a stripper, that's actually, 
I, I mean, we'll cut this, but like hot enough that I would be interested in because in the last fucking few times we've gotten strippers, it is not something I want to look at. Y'all, um, these. Right. But I will say that I talked to this guy that I respected on the bachelor trip and it was so innocent and so silly because was it, it, was me? A, it was a waste of time. Like not a waste of time because you got to check it off the box. But I went to this guy after and I was like, would your wife be mad? Would your wife have a problem with what just went down? Which what went down was nothing. Like absolutely nothing of us having like she, two of the drunk guys. She actually humped an inflatable uh, water pool. And then toy. tase. We were so bored that we got her to tase our friend. <laughs> and um, she did. And we got to tell them about. Hold on. Dude, hold that's on. some good clean fun. You know right. what I mean? Exactly. And so I asked him and I was like, hey, would your wife had a problem? And he was so cool. And he was like, honestly, yeah, she probably wouldn't be happy. And yeah. And I was like, I didn't respond, but I was just like, there was nothing, nothing to be upset about, you know? And so that's my take. Like, I think it's, I think it's harmless fun unless you're banging the stripper in a room. Yes. Or hooking up. That's wrong. But like, it's just from their side. They just, they, they expect the worst because they're not there. They don't know what's going on. They're just sitting back doing whatever they're doing. And they're just visualizing the worst case scenario. And that's, what's tough. But like anytime I've ever gone to a strip club with Hannah, it's like there's two paths. Like the one path is it's a really fun time. It's their profession just to like, yep. like you said, it's just, it's just all about fun. But then there's the perverted angle, which none of us are. And right. you should have that trust with your significant other where they're going to know you're not a pervert and you're going there in sweatpants trying to jizz all over yourself. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And that's, there was the perverted angle, like two of the guys. Thank God someone said it. And the rest <laughs> of the guys just watched. And it's like, just you know, like it's strip uh, clubs can be fun with your partner. Or I bet that Hannah runs the strip club. I'll Dude, be honest. Yeah, I'm telling you, know, one of my friends, sorry, I just have to go back to this. Go one on, of my friends we'll actually did purposely go to a strip club in sweatpants and he actually oh. did just his pants. No, um, God. Yeah. Jack, you Were they gray him. sweatpants? You know them. I'm not going to name names, but um, I'll tell you after. Yeah. Name names. You don't go in there sober, like with these like intentions of like. It's the, no. of, it's the epitome <laughs> of the meme that says like what my girlfriend thinks I'm thinking about versus what's actually going on and like legitimately this ended with us having her take because my (laughs) face i can't we got to this point where he was like do you have a pimp and she was like no and he's like well i'll be your pimp and she was like no (laughs) i have a stun gun and all of a sudden i walked inside because i heard she had a taser and i was like i'll pay you a hundred dollars to tase our friend like that was my yeah. level of interest in this. And all of a sudden your friend was on the ground. And, like, yeah, yeah. No, he, didn't fall. He, he didn't fall, dude. He didn't fall. He didn't fall. He, he was, was like, like do the it. hangover. She just kept tasing she him. She kept tasing him. Like, and he was like, I ate that taser. Let's go. And we were like, Oh my God. Savage. <laughs> He's a tank. So Scotty, what's your Scotty, are you what's your uh I see your ring. You're married, right? Yeah. Or no. Yeah. So what's your significant other's take on like if you were at a bachelor party? And there happened like someone else hired strippers to the house. Would you have to hide it or no? No. If, see, the problem the problem would be if I tried to hide it or if I was trying to sneak around it. If I was up front with her, you know, it would be all right. See, man, Although, that's it. Sitting right next to me. So let's ask her, Bridget. <laughs> oh, hey, Bridget. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bridget, oh, no God. pressure. Just speak the truth, though. Speak the truth. That's, you're 100% right. Yeah, honestly. If you're not trying to hide it, then like, why are you trying to hide it? Right, well, Bridget. We well, went to a strip club in Kentucky. All right, 
What the hell went on in Kentucky? <laughs> we ended up at a strip okay, club. Okay, there. We blew it. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, man. And we talked, and we're like, maybe we just don't bring it up because it's not worth it. But now that we're having this conversation, I guess, you know what? There's no harm, no foul. Hey. Um, Scotty, I don't know why you spent so much time in the back. Unreal. But... He's got to go, guys. He needs to. He needs <laughs> oh, to... No. How was your night? And I said, good. Yeah, we didn't need to get into the details, but now yeah. that we're talking. If you want to ask it, details, what like you do? I'm just I would have told you. you. I was, was just... Hey, Hannah's going to listen to this too, so I'll I'll be in the doghouse. How was your night? You're right. Good. Yeah, good. No, no. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Uh, she didn't have any teeth. I, I said good. Her name she didn't have Candace. any teeth. It's all good. Have, I, I stopped was, at the. Oh, no. I stopped it's at the strip club on I-95 once, Risque Cafe in Virginia. Or in North Carolina, just to cool embarrass story, myself. Change it. I don't know. What does that matter? Nothing. Bridget, if it makes were you feel in better, Kentucky? There was, Craig, there was were you in Kentucky, you scumbag? Bridget, there was one point at the strip club where I was leaning back onto the like the stripper like table, whatever, like where they dance, and all of a sudden I hear, "I'm gonna break this dude's neck." <laughs> like if that makes you feel better, they were. Uh, there was some talent there. We'll just leave yeah, she's down. like, no, seriously. I'm, I'm like, scared. I'm like, like, she was worried like that she was going to snap her neck. Nick, every, Scott, we, how are the Mets doing, by the way? Scotty and I put a 1000 bucks on the Mets tonight. Oh, uh, perfect. Zero, zero, so. Wait, guys, zero, why'd zero? you put a 1000 bucks on the Mets? What was the line? I don't know. I don't know. What was the line? It was negative 130 money line. Are you guys coming to Money line the Mets? Because we put the boats in the <laughs> yeah, water. We, yeah, we'd love to come check we out. We were on the boat last weekend. That'd be amazing. That sounds great. Yeah, they just added fucking wakeboarding and surfing to the Olympics. So <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> we're going to pivot here. Oh, got to start. Stabbed, but did we tell them we bought a limo last week? That was cool. All right, you fine. bought a limo. Let's it's jump into this. Generally, in my driveway right now. Nice. No Is it like way. like a super old? Like shitty limo, or is it no, like no, a no, shit limo? No, it so, was, I would say middle ground. So it was 2007. This is like a like a you went to prom in this limo. That's how awesome. much did it cost? Yeah, five grand. Five grand. Wow, you could buy a limo deal. for five grand. We did it's it like deal. Five on exactly. Deal. So y'all. We're, just, we're trying to find a driver. So so right now the whole thing behind us buying a limo just just to fill y'all in is that. Ubers in Charleston, and I don't know about y'all, but please tell me, um, it is like few and far between. So when Not you want to, yeah, when you try to order food, they're like, oh, there are no drivers available. When 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 you try to go, you know, downtown for Craig because he does not live downtown, it's like 150 bucks and like a 30 minute wait, and you're like, what in the for a 10 minute fuck? Ride. So so we, I said I was gonna get a driver, and so drivers are only 30 bucks an hour. Everyone thought I was crazy, but I was like, look, fuck it, I want to drive. Yeah. And uh, our other partner that's usually on here was like, well, why don't we just buy a limo then? And we were like, fuck it. Let's do it. And he's like, yeah, we have some advertisement money from the podcast. And we're also like, also, where's all our money, Jerry? <laughs> and, that's another conversation. Yeah, yeah. We haven't received a dime Jerry. from this podcast, Jerry. Tell him yeah. who Jerry is and how much money. Hey, real quick. <laughs> Scotty, can you say fuck you, Jerry, real quick? Dude, fuck you, Jerry. <laughs> that was Nick, good. That was convincing. Nick, how is Jerry going to react to this? 
Jerry's going to yell at me, but that's fine. I'll get a you know what? person. If Jerry's screwing you guys over, yeah. fucking pissed. Listen, <laughs> money is money, Jer Bear. So last, uh, so last week, we all of a sudden this giant truck shows up to the house and delivers this limo in my driveway. My neighbors have not commented on it yet, but there's a there's a stretch limo in my in my driveway. I know. I wish we could show you. Right now. <laughs> it fills out like, your whole driveway. Like yes. <laughs> But so but but the, you know what's the plan for the limo? What what's the plan? Are you going to do the podcast the limo? Or are you going to start like yeah. the Luber Luber? Yeah. It's like limo you read my mind. Luber. Well, no. Jack. Well, we're going to do the podcast from there, but then we need to find a driver. Well, we yeah, that's a, a great driver. call. We need to find a driver that we like trust and and know and love, and you know NDAs and being cool with everything. So he's gonna Jerry's interviewing him right now. Well, like driver. How often? How often do you guys use your social media platforms to find people like that? I mean, you have tons of followers. Do you ever just put it out there like, hey, we're looking for a, a driver? I feel like your fans would just like die over well, that. Yeah. And you get you get a you get a certain I I'm not good at vetting everything. So I need to go through them, but we did throw them out right. there. And we've got I got a few ex-military guys that have driven me before through Uber and they have their uh, CWP and they're just like Hey man, like we'd love to come on full time. What's a CWP? Concealed weapons permit. Oh shit! Just in case anyone, if they, they'd probably have to use it on us to be like, get the fuck in the car, guys, now, <laughs> get yep. in the car. Um, yep. And uh, I think so. My partner, the guy that Jerry, he's actually happy about it because he's like, it'll be a way to control you guys. But um, yeah, we'll see. But if you guys come and visit in Charleston, or when you guys come and visit. The airport's 15 minutes away, so we can come in the limo and pick you up in the limo. Like, there are some fun things we can yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. So go to Myrtle Beach for medieval times. Like, see, that's an amazing. Idea. Uh, it's kind of like a show idea, kind of like a podcast idea where, like, you start off in, in the uh, limo. You're having a conversation. Maybe it's a little bit more serious, but you're hitting the bars and places along the way. And so, like, each segment, you get a little bit more drunk or whatever it is. And so you have an hour where it's like it starts off and by the end of it, you just have this like incredible journey and excitement because the conversations that happen in limos, I'm sure this is why you bought it, are unparalleled. Yeah. And what's the name of the show, Jack? Luber. <laughs> well, Limo of Uber. We're essentially in a position Luber. where you guys were years ago, though. I mean, you guys were on the <laughs> forefront of doing what is kind of handed to us. At least the mechanism is handed to us. Um, but I mean, you guys were making content before that was a thing. Guys, we're all in the same boat. Scotty and I are actually working on a couple of projects together, but I think a lot of people as well coming out of the pandemic have realized like whatever they're doing, maybe that wasn't for them and they want something great to, to carry them on in the future. And I think we're all, you know, Scotty and I are new dads and trying to figure out what's next. And We've been having some incredible conversations with something I can't wait to share with you guys. But to my point, I feel like now is the perfect time to create something new and to get to that next level because we got college funds to think about, right, Scotty? And the Cubs just can scored. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, we need to start making some money. Uh, especially, we're definitely, oh, no. Hey, boys. Stick with me and Craig, and let's all. Make I know, some. I know. No, I mean, it's on the background. Oh no, no, he meant Austin doesn't know what he says sometimes. I know how you and 
He interpreted it as telling him to stick here to the podcast. Oh no, no, oh, not yeah, at all, yeah. dude. Yeah. See, I visual. Well, I Jackie meant stick with me and Craig, and let's all make money. You. No, we called you because Jack's like, well, these guys, these guys know what's up as far as sports betting. Like, just give you a call. So when we placed a bet, we before we did, we Facetimed you. But, oh, um, right, right, right. I got that missed Facetime call. Sorry, man. But yeah. me and Craig were in the middle of. So we just panicked, and then we're just like, well, I don't know. How about the next game on? We were That's- in the middle of doing the intro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so when you called me, Jack, I was like, I was like, Jack just FaceTimed me. But, you know, Craig and I were in the middle of doing, like, our intro and our recap of last week and all this kind of stuff. And then you FaceTimed me, and I was like, maybe Jack's confused. <laughs> maybe he's confused no, but- that, that we're going to do his ass. Biggest message. Like, with, you know, Scotty, I don't know if you know, like, I have a sewing company, like a – home decor company Austin's got a beer and uh our message is always like don't be scared to go after your side hustle like you shouldn't feel selfish like putting time into that so yeah but your side hustle turns into your in, into our our main hustle yeah which is great yes yeah I'm saying but a lot of people are made to feel guilty about that because they're like right. well do you, yeah I mean do like you guys confidently think that your side hustle right now the pillow company and the beer company are the next thing where is it at right now Look at Jack being the fucking host now, I love you it. sly devil. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just that, you like that. <laughs> love opening, it, to be honest. I love it. I'm opening. Yeah, we appreciate it, Joe. It's great because we're, we're really good guests on podcasts, but we're still learning how to be a host. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm going to let Craig take over and then I'm going to jump in. But, um, I'm yeah, fortunately, fortunately, uh, we're opening a store on King Street, like a 2,600 square foot store. Uh, have you ever been on? And you're hiring. And you're hiring. I saw it on your social. Yeah, yeah. Which is a wild. Um, what? It's wild. A wild. Ex- like, we have a consultant helping us because there's so much that goes in. I didn't know shoplifting was such a big deal when you open a store, but it is. Uh, we have Crazy. like different staffs for if I'm in the store at that time or not because we're serving free alcohol. So we'll have Austin's beer on tap. We'll have a bunch of wine. And they're like, you have to make sure like teenagers aren't going in and pocketing the wine. We have to have like numbers on how many people are in the store. It's wild, but it's all very exciting. And I kind of serve out of the three of us as the optimistic, like guys, if we build it, they will come. Um, and That's pretty brilliant. Can I, um, so wait, what are you, what are you selling in there? I'm so sorry. I don't No, no dude. It's out of the loop. No, I live this is great actually, right dude. Ask, ask questions because I think this is amazing yeah, we're gonna to turn it on its heel. We're going to take over as hosts for I love that. Like, I love that like format. 10 minutes. So, so please, yeah, fill in, fill in so Scott. Look up there. There's a bunch of pillows and shit and the sewing yep. machine. So I, um, so a couple years ago I started sewing. I went through a bad breakup and, um, those aren't my great ones. Those are my HSM line. So this is, I was actually on the home shopping network last summer and these are them, but, um, Oh, that's rad. Dude, my dad pretty much like started the home shopping network. Really? I love it. Yeah. That was a huge, um, one of the original, I have a million over there. Awesome. Awesome. Get the, Oh, this was the original pillow. Those are rad looking. Here's that blue crab. Hell yeah. Maryland. But so I started, so I, I always had a garden and a workshop and I went through this breakup where I had to leave, like I left the house and um, 
I needed an outlet for apparently creation, which is what I've been told. Like, I just love to create stuff. Mm -hmm. I had like grow shelves in the garage, which is funny because my producers were always like, please tell me you're using that for what you should be using it. And I'm like, no, (laughs) actually I have eight different varietals of tomatoes and basil. Mm -hmm. We just did corporate pillows for, uh, for Nathan's hot dogs. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Make Frank's not enemies. Legends. (laughs) Well, so that was like two years ago. And I just, I moved to the Bahamas to kind of get over this breakup. And while I was there, I don't know. I just, I was sewing pillows and there was this demand for it. So my partner, Jerry and Amanda found me and they were like, I went to college with him. Anyway, they were like, we know how to turn this into a business. So two years ago on April fool's day, because everyone thought it was a joke. Cause I'm actually a licensed attorney too. Everyone thought it was a joke. And so we launched the company on April four on April 1st. And it's now turned into a, a pretty decent sized uh, home decor company. So we have nursery yeah. items like pillows for children. We've got, you know, a whole kitchen line living like outdoor pillows, indoor pillows. That's kind of what, <laughs> Dude, you are full of surprises, man. First of all, you just blew me away. By just, like, first, I, you just blew me away with a couple of different things. First of all, you're sewing pillows, which, like, to me, us talking, that just blew me away. Totally out of right field, you know? But, like, I, I thought you were saying, like, I got the breakup. I was trying to sew my broken heart back up. Um, but, beautiful. And, dude, you're also a uh, an attorney. Yeah. What? You're a smart man. You're a smart man. Thanks, and also, buddy. another brilliant idea that you just said. I love this idea because I was I was victim to this. I wouldn't say victim because it was awesome. I went out to a dinner, right? And it was sponsored by a uh clothing company, right? And so they had all their gear and stuff like that and like they just like you know, you pretty much just you know, were drinking and whatever. So like I'm an impulse buyer, right? So like you know, five Bud Lights deep, you know what I mean? I'm just like, that looks good. I'm gonna, I need <laughs> yeah. that. I need that. You know, I'd end up like walking out of there with like, you know, $600 worth of gear. Um, so it works. I think that, I think that would work, you know, zone beer. And uh, I mean, it worked for me. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's, um, it's there, been a uh... stuff the limo with pillows. <laughs> well, and we'll send you, I'll get your address after this and I'll send you a bunch of our, uh, our decorative line and, uh, because your wife will appreciate it more, we, yeah, more well, than you, of course. Well, but those were like the goofy surrounded by pillows right now. Yeah. 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 But oh, those, our holiday line is those our are best trash. seller. Our holiday I'm line. Kidding. No, don't can't call I'm kidding. Trash. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I'm just supportive of my friend, but, um, they, uh, yeah, it's been great. So we got opening a store and, everyone basically the goal is to be like the the male martha stort which people laughed at a lot and instead it was just like oh fuck you like i'm gonna do whatever i want and it's turned into uh a pretty cool thing so we'll send you guys some stuff that's awesome man i i have a feeling you're gonna be pretty damn successful at it and then we got austin okay all right hold on all right Sure. So, Can we help with the commercials for the pillow company, like you know the My Pillow guy. I would love help with that because we just I had a meeting at the Charleston Battery, which is a soccer team here, and they had a new stadium, and they, you know, I, we want to be involved, and they want us to be involved, so we're going to do commercials on the the visual board at halftime, and I need help with that. But okay, so when we come when we come out there, we're going to do that. 
All right, y'all. So what Craig is showing you is my beer. Okay. It's called it's called Trop Hop. Okay. Did you send some up? Of course. So yeah. Um I I I gave you some, didn't I, Jack, or no? No, we gave you water boy. So I guess that what this kind of does is that is that it gives you the inspiration to, to you know, create your own business. And so for me, when I'd gotten introduced to this whole world, I was in the beer industry and living in Madison, Wisconsin and everything like that. I was very heavily into beer and um, I moved to Charleston and I was working for various breweries here. And, and then I ended up working for a brewery out of uh, Marietta, Georgia, which is where I was kind of introduced onto the Bravo platform. And shortly thereafter, I was like, why am I, why would I ever push another person's product other than my own? And that's when I came up with my own product and that is where it is. And, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, to, to like Craig's, um, like, uh, to, to his, like, you know, benefit or, or, or like Craig can send his product wherever he wants. So like, Scotty or Jack, if y'all ordered it, Craig could send it to you, right? If you order my beer, I can't send my beer across state lines. It's it's annoying as all hell because alcohol, you know, one run by the ATF and there's all kinds of regulation. Totally, totally. Yeah. and beer is different than wine, right? So wine can be sent, beer cannot. It, it, Unless you're so in certain stupid. states, unless you're in certain states, I would states. never make it in the alcohol industry because I would just yell at everyone all the time. And they, I know it. that's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's totally, totally frustrating, right? So when I send y'all beer, and I say when, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, that 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 will happen, right? But it can't happen for Sarah in you know Idaho who wants my beer because she loves watching the show which like breaks my heart like uh, I wish to god that I could so I am slowly trying to move across and take over the world I don't know what else to say state lines so, Dude, so how do you do it awesome. do you have to do you have to get into like different states then so like if it's sold in whole foods across the country and then you can do drizzly to send it to people Dude, that that is not a thing so in order to get into the whole foods or whatever grocery store that is in your respective hometowns. Um, I have to get a different distributor for that state or for that territory. Right. So say that you come to, you know, Vermont, you know, Vermont, I'm sure that I need a distributor for Burlington. I need a distributor for Stowe. I need a distributor for, right. they came up to us the first night we were in Burlington. We were right. at but, a restaurant we will not name, but it's like, but it's like, yeah, I I just get these <laughs> I get these DMs from people that are like, "Hey, when can I get your beer?" You know, in California, and I'm like, "Look, it, it is so much more work than you would ever imagine." Like, all of a sudden, if I was like every place that I go to, it's just another person I have to deal with and another like another distributor. So all of a sudden, if 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 I were to go like you know countrywide, let's say, I would have like six thousand distributors, you know, to deal right. with, and like. It, you know, clearly me, you know, at this point I would have like, you know, like a hundred like employees that are dealing with all this shit. It, it, it's just a lot. It's just so much more than well, I'm gonna give you some, no offense, I'm gonna give you some but like very, very happy for you. But yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But don't, don't sell yourself short and I'll give you a little inspiration. Um, today you I, talked a lot, I talked a lot of, about Jake Burton who, in, you know, started Burton snowboards and snowboarding wasn't allowed at resorts. You know, like the, the boundaries that he had to cross and That's the insane. commitment he, that he made to make this global 
business, but also culture, community, sport, Olympic sport, that's a, it's a similar thing. Like if he can take snowboarding from what it was to this first creation to this board right behind me in 1979 to what it is today, I think you can do it, man. You can figure out how to get beer everywhere. So yeah, you guys, totally. So Thank you, you really, Thank I you. mean, because I, I, you guys took a essential, a trash sport to the Olympics. Is that, is that what happened back in the day? Fuck yeah. And you know, what's the best part? There's a photo of Jake and it's so ironic. It's from like early eighties and he's at Stratton. Snowboarding was not allowed on the mountain at Stratton, but they had this place called the pit and it was at the Stratton dump. Like they would ride <laughs> these surfer boards at the dump. So yes, it was a trash sport to, to say the least. And it now took over and turned into what it is today. And so anything can happen. Totally. And, um, you know, and, and what's even more kind of interesting is that, is that when we were in Stowe, you know, there was that day that, uh, you and Hannah participated, participated in, right, Jack, it, it was like the ride for Jake day. Yep. Look at nice. yeah. Look at, yes. Yes. Um, wait, so Smart how did, do you guys think, how, how much different do you think like your life or friends crew or whatever would have been, uh, if it was 10 years past? Cause you see all the weird shit happening with TikTok, and now I mean, were you guys ever up against oh man, like why didn't Dude, you we go... were crushing on TikTok? We, would be crushing right now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were made for we, TikTok, dude. I just we prematurely popped, man. Are you kidding me? So, like, we basically so in 2010, I set out to put up a video every single day, and this is like You're doing way time. cooler like, shit than them, by the way. Dude, I, you know, so a thousand percent. Dude, one of my absolute favorite uh, so videos. You, uh, so you, so what was your goal? Sorry. So 2010, you, you ended up, your goal was to put up. We were, we uploaded a clip every single day. This was before Instagram, before Twitter, before everything, maybe not Twitter, but essentially like if, if back then was now we would be, you know, we'd have the perfect platforms to share everything, but Did you it's ever a little get, bit uh, of a bittersweet. Situation. Did you ever run into the jackass Damn. guys or like CKY or was it just different? Like, did you ever get their attention no. or doing different stuff? They inspired us with all the jackass stuff, but ours was a little bit more like. Wasn't stunty. Like, was what about the Nitro Circus guys? Yeah, like dude. Travis and all yeah, them. I mean, like they take it to the extremes and stunts and not only stunts, but skilled like triple backflips on dirt bikes and everything else. But I mean, yeah. our thing, our niche was like, a, we were promoting the Friends Crew, which was this group of professional snowboarders just promoting, like, inclusivity, working together, we can go farther, um, and that we were all in it going to the Olympics, and you had that inside lens. Like, we were going through the Olympics. It wasn't NBC creating this corporate content. It was us, like, in our day-to-day, -day, like, shenanigans. It wasn't just, like, Okay, let's get this beautiful sit-down interview here. Let's yeah. talk about you're fucking here, Scotty. Well, we're you know in the I mean? yeah, we're in the NBC family, so we're all blood brothers in that <laughs> through it. But well, yeah, I I read some stuff where you guys were trying to take it away from the competitive nature that it had become, like the cutthroat, and take it back to like boys of riding. Because I mean, did you guys have? I know some surfers stay off tour and just do their own videos and shit riding around with their sponsors or is, does that happen in the snowboarding world where you have guys that just say fuck competition at a certain point? Oh, yeah. and just go 
free ride. For sure. Yeah, I'd say like there's 50% competitors, 50% people who don't compete, you know, like they just film, they shoot photos and, and whatever. And that's a cool thing, you know. I personally tried to dabble in both, but you got to, like nowadays, you got to pick, pick one or the other just because it's so competitive, you know, like you used to be able to like film a full video part and compete in like, you know, slope style, big air, you know, half pipe, you know, now it's like, all right, you got to, you got to choose your path, you know, just because you don't want to spread yourself too thin or else you're just. I don't think a lot of people know that either. No, I, I mean, I, I, I didn't know that. And now I'm interested to kind of hear that. So, I so kind of tell that, like, so it's like, you know, you think that you think that you have to like, you know, choose these days, you know, rather than being like, all right, I'm going to go do a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this, but it's like, nope, I have to focus on this because what competition is just like so stiff these days or what? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, yeah, you, you know, if you're out filming in the backcountry, you know, you're not getting better at say you're a slope star rider. You're not like, working on your rails you know you're not like you know throwing all your shit down that you have to in, in slope style so other dudes are just going to be way better at you so when you have the when you have the contest you're just you know you're gonna blow it no man uh, but that makes me sad man because like someone like you know my favorite stuff to see was right like yeah i'll i'll just say it like you know you or danny or something that i knew that would just you know murder it like on you know half pipe and i know that that's what like you know y'all dedicated you know, yourselves too, but I just love to see y'all go out and like in the backcountry and do some weird and awesome shit. And like, are you saying that like that doesn't happen as much anymore? Which is tough. No, not really. No, not. I mean, I don't know. I mean, well, yeah, there's guys, no, so there's really. guys that watch com- competitive right now that don't know that there's probably or could be better snowboarders out there, but they'd only know them from watching the cinematic footage from them mm-hmm. the, land, the landscape is the landscape the landscape is changing sorry i just finished my entire bottle of wine i know i was cheering but, you on i saw that starting start to stutter here but the landscape is changing and natural selection is this new competition that was just yep. introduced this year um, and it's all about backcountry and so that's that a travis rice thing board. yeah travis rice started it and yeah it gives opportunity to the filmers who spend their years just filming in the backcountry now to have this platform at a way bigger level. And so was it in Canada? Now, there, yeah, it was in um, Jackson Hole. Jackson Hole and then in Alaska. Alaska, yep. I've watched it. Um, is this the one where it's just like, you know, they create just, you know, all these hits everywhere and, and all the riders are just rolling down the mountain and you're like okay here's a hit here a hit here a hit here and you're like damn yep, yep. yeah it's, a, it's the soul of snowboarding at the highest level just like in the backcountry i mean that cool. that right there you know no like look no no offense to anything or any other type of riding but like i, I mean you know y'all both could do that very very well you know and and y'all grew up you know trying to hone your own craft and whatever type of riding you know that it was but that right there is like just showing that like hey i might do this and i might do that but like we can come on this backcountry slope and just absolutely tear it up and just have a well, good like, time with boys no you're right i mean like all right to your point like yes like the first stop that um jackson old marking horse one you know because he's a fucking badass snowboarder all around ripper you know and he held it down the backcountry known for 
for winning big airs and, and slope style, but he held his own in the backcountry, you know, cause he's super talented and, and is a ripper, you know? So. Well, all right. If we're not, I guess against my point and to, to, towards yours, you know, if you guys, if you guys are annoyed, you can leave, but if not, <laughs> if yeah, not, we're just, we're just sitting here hanging out at this point. Look yeah. at the size yeah. of this glass of wine. Yeah, I no, get good. We got time. Good. Uh, I was going to ask some like, some interesting I have a question ones. there. I, I, I have a question it? there. Yeah. To, to like, you know, lead into that. So, so I, I, I would certainly you hope that you, know, you Craig. No, I would I certainly hope about Nick. I was going to ask about injuries. Okay. And wins, but I hold on. Let's let Nick jump in. He's got a question. Yeah, Nick. Well, so I got a question more. My dad grew up being more of a skateboarder in the seventies and eighties. Did That's, you get any inspiration awesome. from your like filming um, like from like the Dogtown Boys or any of those, like the Z Boys and any of that kind of stuff when you started getting into filming? Hell yeah. And it's actually so funny. I had a, uh, I did one of these with Tony Hawk. I did a Burton Happy Hour where I interviewed Tony Hawk and I asked him the same question. I'm like, hey man, you ever pull inspiration from snowboarding into your skateboarding? And he was like, no, I think it's the other way around. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's awkward. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, that whole era of the dog town like early days of skating was just so like pure and real and raw and i feel like all especially in springtime like in snowboarding it's like warm weather and you can like just wear the goggles and like you can actually just like kind of go a little bit more full-on like free spirit style if that makes sense like more in like the 80s vibe if that makes sense but like in the winter you are bundled up and you are trying to, you know, not get frostbite versus in the springtime, you can actually pull inspiration from the old days. Yeah. Am I, I mean, like, I like growing up, I never was, you know, like just because that was before my time, you know, like I grew up watching like super influential movies for me were Mac Dog Productions, like True Life, The Resistance, like those two movies right there, like those riders that were in the movie, like had such an impact on my my career like when I get to go hang and ride with them you know like it's so weird like I try to make a point to be like hey you guys were insanely influential in my life and still are you know and I'm like fanning out you know what I mean like they're older you know some are still shredding or whatever but some some are retired you know but like I still love and respect them but like Dogtown was you know like that generation was a little bit you know before my time but skating in general right like that tony was right you know what i mean like snowboarders pull from from skaters and skiers pull from snowboarders you know yeah, know we pulled from the, from that energy though to your point nick it's like you watch any of those dogtown videos like any old school skateboarding videos you get fired up like you watch that and you go snowboarding you're just like totally so then that's awesome so then to your point, Scott. Yeah, Nick, actually, it sounds like your dad might have been a badass that we don't know about. Like, oh, trust dad? me, the shit he could t- talk about, well, we couldn't put it on air because he'd get in trouble. He's done more shit, well, well, probably than all five of us. Really? False. Yeah. Well, no, we would love probably. to talk to him about that. Yeah. And um, our next guest, Mr. Norris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, exactly. is his name Chuck by chance? No, it yeah, is not, unfortunately. Chuck. But that is what I was called throughout high school. Even my teachers called me Chuck. I think 95% of the high, my high school called me Chuck. Only problem yeah. I can think Wait, of. Wait, so have generation. you guys ever gotten uh, starstruck, the two of you? 
all the time. Is it? I was actually so funny. Yeah. I was literally just I follow this this hunting page. They're called the the hunting public. Oh, that's right. They're on YouTube. Hunter. Yeah, and um, I've been watching this stuff for like years, and I'm just like, I went down. I just got back. What's just the got page back today. I did a hunt with them down in Kentucky. Where we oh, all you went with the guys like that. that you were watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, really fun. Cool. And um, um, what were you hunting? Slid, it, slid into their DMs. I was like, hey, I'm down in Kentucky. You, <laughs> you guys are down there too. And they were all they were all really cool. It was you know, they were they laid out the red carpet for me, so I really appreciate that. What, but what uh, were you what were you shooting down there? Uh, I was uh, turkey. Turkey Dude, uh, opener was sick. on Saturday. Yeah, that's one of the fun, mutually beneficial things where they're like, "Hey, we got to go scunting, hunting with Scotty, scunting, <laughs> and yes, yeah, gun whatever." And <laughs> you're yeah, like, yeah, "Fuck yeah, I got to do get this." Get to the fourth hour here. <laughs> no, Dude, one time great. I was at the e- I was at the ESPN headquarters for this X Games meeting or something, and we went down to the cafeteria, and Ja Rule was there. Amazing. And I was with my, my boy Danny Davis, and we're just like, dude, we have to get a picture with Ja Rule. Like, I'm not the guy to be one to take pictures with celebrities. And I'm like, dude, it's fucking Ja Rule. And so we like went and said hello, and he was the nicest guy ever. He's like, oh man, you guys snowboard, man. Like, I go to Stratton all the time with my family. And this is at the time of hoverboards. And he was like, I just got my whole family on these hoverboard things, man. We've been rocking these hoverboards and I was dying, dude. Ja Rule on a hoverboard. Dude. One time I got on a flight with Bono and I was like pacing back and forth and I saw him on a, on a, the Bono, like he was just flying commercial and I had a seat in first class and I'm like, awesome. I'm probably going to end up sitting close to Bono. This is insane. And so, like, I, like, maneuver myself to, like, walk on the plane right behind him. And I watch him walk all the way to the back of the plane. And I walk in at first, and I'm just like, I'm a piece of shit. Then we, then we get off, and we're at baggage claim, and everyone's coming up to take a photo with him. And this one kid throws up the peace sign, like, the reverse way, you know, like, cool kid peace sign. And Bono takes his arm and flips it around into, like, the actual peace sign. And I'll never forget that. I'm like, damn, Bono's a genius. Wait, wait, someone I flipped. A, I don't know. Someone flipped know. him like a peace sign, like a like an Englishman, like a fuck you. Backwards. Yeah. yeah right. Like, and then like, he cool was like, nah. And he was like, nah, dude. Is that a thing? Am I like way behind? Am I an idiot? <laughs> no, dude. Yeah, Bono's no, is too like ethereal like, for all of us. Or something like that's like, like you do it like that. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. yeah. In England. <laughs> right. If you do that. Yeah. I think, yeah because. Because the opposing troops used to cut off their two fingers so they couldn't shoot arrows, yeah. right? I've oh. left. Uh, yeah, I think so. The back of the plane thing made me remember when I I've left Austin on a few trips before. You guys, what's your guys' favorite memory together? Do you have one? Give me, give me a top. Yeah, a top one. Uh, well, before top when I asked, pretty if we good. Because Craig and I have some I was interesting say, ones. The three questions were: I was going to either say like, what was the most hurt you got. Or your biggest win or like your best memory or something like that. I don't know. People like I can give you two. I can give you two in one. So Scotty and I flew to Austria for the Aaron style for the quarter pipe competition, which is basically for those who don't know what a quarter pipe is, it's a 30 foot mound of snow in a transition that you just launch as high as you can. And Scotty ended up getting third in the competition 
I was trying to break the world record at the time. I went 9.2 meters. What, method? Did you method that just shit? Hot, just highest air. Yeah, so I went like there. 27 feet off this quarter pipe, landed it, and I was trying to break 10 meters. So I went up a little bit higher and then dropped in. My Hold on, no. You're, I was at the top. You remember? You're yeah. like, yeah. should I go for you it? Got this. You got this. Like, and it's gnarly. Like, quarter pipes are scary as hell because, like, they're just scary as hell. I mean, like, a lot can go wrong, you know? I mean, how fast are you going when you hit it in order to do it right? Like, fast, right? And why is a quarter pipe scarier than a half pipe? They had a speed gun, and they did the math on it. Do you remember that, Jack? I have no clue what the hell it was. But we're probably somewhere, like, in the 40, 50 range. 40, 50 miles per hour. It's scarier than a half pipe because you're standing way up on this hill, and there's 20,000 people cheering you on, and the quarter pipe just looks like a wall. Like, you're just staring this wall in the face. It doesn't yeah. look like you can actually ride off of funny. it. It's like big air. And so you just drop in, you go straight at this wall. And what happened is I went so fast that by the time I got to the quarter pipe, my knees compressed. And I ended up... From the G-force. No way. I went I went to 10 meters. I went 34 feet and ended up... Had the world record. Got the world record, but unfortunately, world record fall as well. And so landed on my ass pretty much broke my back, went to the hospital, got all these painkillers, came back and was able to claim the highest air prize. Scotty was on the podium. Kevin was on the podium. Kevin won, and yeah. That was That's one of the so coolest trips. Yes, guys. dude. And then Kevin, by the way, you know, Kevin Pierce, yeah? Kevin yep. Pierce, yep. Yeah, and yep. um, I've watched that documentary for sure. Um, that's outrageous. And so, so you said you pretty much broke your back. Did you break her back or did you? Well, what does that even yeah, mean? Yeah. If you broke her back, you would like, not you were be messed back. up for like a couple of years after that. Right, I was Jack? messed up for a, a few years. But then we went to the casino that night. It was the first time gambling. Oh my God. And yes. Dude, they're lost, us. But just guys, really I good lost, at snowboarding. This is the same weekend we had, except. <laughs> they're, they're us, just yeah, better at you guys snowboarding. They're just really good at <laughs> extreme sports. Dude, so we go to this casino and I lose 500 euros. That was like all I had on me. And I'm like, Scotty, I need to bar- borrow 500 euros from you. He lends it to me. I bet 400 on black. It hits red. I have 100 euros left. I put it on black 29, kind of walk away in like shame, and it hits black 29. No, oh I didn't, my know, God. That's like I didn't even know what that meant, dude. I got these like plaques, like these thousand yeah. euro plaques, and was like, Scotty. That's a 36 to one hit. Guess where we're going? <laughs> we went to the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! I Let's fucking go. So what's, yeah, um, no, totally. That's but amazing. also, Jack's a hell of a poker player. Like he is one of the better poker players to play with. And that night, we went in and we played poker in the back room, and no one spoke English. And Jack kicked everyone's ass, and everyone was so pissed on the table. And they were like, they were talking to the dealer, like essentially saying, like they we. They thought we were cheating because we were talking English back and forth and they couldn't understand us. And the dealer's like, well, they can't understand you. You know what I mean? Like, yep. And Jack just stole everyone's money and we walked out like champs. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about how nobody had fingers. No one had fingers. Yeah. So it was like, um, like everyone was missing a finger, like one finger, two fingers. So like, I'm thinking like these guys are just absolute degenerate gamblers who can pay their debts. That's at least what I was thinking. Because like literally everyone had to pay 
had missing fingers, you know, and I'm just like, okay, well, we better, we better square up at the end of this thing or else. Uh, yeah, I mean, either we square up with cash or we square up with fingers, dude, and, and we're running. Were you ever hurt really bad or when you saw your brother get hurt, how the hell did you keep riding? Because I fall on ice <laughs> riding on a day and it takes me like I'm hesitant as fuck riding the rest of the mountain. Like when I rode yeah. at the time. No, that's a good point. I mean, like, honestly, watching Kevin's crash was maybe the hardest for me to come back, you know, because it just got so real. I mean, he was, he almost died, you know what I mean? And is, you know, made an amazing recovery, but is, you know, still not the same person that he, that he was before the crash. Um, and, you know, like I've, I've broken over, over 30 bones snowboarding. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't really know where I was going with them, but I will say one thing about like crashes and injuries and stuff like that. Like I always, I always took the downtime of, of healing from an injury. Cause there will be like an actual, you know, like you need to chill for like a month or like a couple weeks or whatever to, to heal up. I always took that time like, and use it as a positive, you know, like use that to like re-motivate, to refocus my goals. You know what I mean? Like in like, almost like take a step back, like look at like where I'm at in my career, like what the path I'm going down. And a lot of times I found out, I'm like, well, I've just been like charging, like just kind of like head down. And like, I've been kind of going the wrong direction. Like I need to like refocus and like tweak something. So like when I came back from injuries, I was better. I was better at snowboarding and then I just became more successful. So I used that time um, the downtime, which is kind of funny. Like, I think a lot of good things will come from this pandemic. A lot of people got laid off and stuff, yeah, but yeah. I think, I think a lot of opportunity will come from that. People are like, you know, I'm back in a corner, like, all right, I'm going to do what I really want to do. Or finally I can do this thing that whatever, that's kind of like on the same, no, same thing, great, but great parallel to that of taking some time to see you really want to do but are you saying that like seeing other people got hurt scared you more than you got you getting hurt uh, just just kevin's crash in particular really scared me um but like just injuries over time i don't know so how do yeah you they definitely just they they knock the wind you know they take the wind out of your sails no doubt about it I well it's know. a great I, parallel I, with uh um with like the quarantine which is that that's one of my messages is it gives you a chance to reflect that maybe you don't have to go to the office every day. Maybe there's something, you know, take a chance on doing it. But I think, yeah, falling or seeing your buddy fall would be really tough to come back from. So was it more from just being like, this is what I do. And so I have to do it. Or you were able to like, I mean, what was your leading motivation all those times you were going for something fucking huge? Cause it's got, most people would be scared. And the only way to be good at snowboarding or anything like that is to just fucking send it. Totally. And, I mean, like you got to have, con- I'm like, I mean, you're not just like blindly sending it, you know what I mean? Just like setting up a prayer and just, you know, right. but like, you know, you're confident you're, you know, you're taking this, you know, this big risk, but it's, it's pretty well damn calculated. Um, Yeah, sorry. I'm just no, it's fine. So what? So the so the Kevin crash was bad for people listening. It was yeah. I mean, 
Greg, you, you need to watch this documentary to, to oh, I know, I know. And it, it's, it's, people it's will put it on the now, but yeah. yeah. One of their best friends has never been the same. No, I appreciate you sharing the story, but it is a, I don't know. I, I mean, it's a great analogy. It's a like great how analogy. you see that and then you keep going. I think you, you, you put it into the best perspective, Scott, when you said that you can compare a crash in snowboarding to the pandemic. When I look at the pandemic, I think it's the first time in society where we all suffered an injury together. And so for the people that aren't used to suffering injuries, whether it's through sport or whatever it is, we're now suffering an injury together. And what you were saying, Scott, about when you do experience these injuries, it's a perfect time to reflect and to grow. And so right now, I hope that everybody coming out of this pandemic has had enough time to look back and say, like, whatever I was doing, maybe that was perfect, maybe it wasn't, but now it's time to come out of this, the version of myself that I actually want to be. I want to live life 10,000 times more, you know, present and more loving or more dedicated to my passion and not just what I just fell into. Like the pandemic is a global injury and every injury for an athlete is a perfect time to come back stronger. So I guess my advice to end this off would be let's all use this time to come back stronger. Appreciate it guys. No, you guys absolutely know more than anyone. Jack and Scotty, man, thank you for being so you know, open and honest with us and, uh, you know, things that you've talked about and, and, and I understand that, you know, Craig and I, <clears throat> Craig and I are not professional athletes, you know, and, uh, you know, we ask questions and, and, you know, talk to y'all and, and, and watch y'all and Craig would make fun of me and say, idolize y'all, but it's not, uh, but it's the heroes. We I, watch you guys like I'm, representing the country and we we're like at the X games a thousand and, percent, but, but I just want to say, <laughs> No, you know, not yeah, shut you your guys mouth. inspired country. Shut your mouth. And it's amazing. But um, you know, thank you all so much for for you know talking to us and honestly for not uh shying away from any question that Craig and I had to answer, which you know sometimes is not the easiest, but but I appreciate you guys coming on here and just you know hanging out with us because that's what Craig and I do best, to be totally honest. We like to hang out and obviously meeting Jack and Hannah and Luke, we were like this is a no brainer, you know, like we're, we're all like-minded guys and we all like to have a lot of fun. And, and, uh, so Scotty, it was so, it's a damn pleasure to meet you, pal. I promise. Dude, you it that. was ple- great pleasure being you guys. And I think you guys fucking do a hell of a, hell of a job. I mean, a lot of, I've done some podcasts before where I'm like speaking politically and stuff like that. You guys broke me right down and I just, I spoke the truth. So you guys did that appreciate it you guys do a good job love it buddy that's awesome scotty thank you man seriously all right thank Um, you boys hey don't don't uh, everybody that was listening hopefully there were some bits of inspiration to everybody that's listening much love thank you guys so much you guys are in the the right hands of some great people that tell the truth speak the truth how powerful is the cox network so powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, 
bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. What's up, Pillows and Beers listeners? I'm Reality Steve. If you're a fan of The Bachelor and all things pop culture, reality TV, you should check out my show, The Reality Steve Podcast, a daily show about The Bachelor, other reality TV shows you may be watching right now. I definitely throw in a lot of Taylor Swift talk and so much more. Search Reality Steve on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.